Yeah, this is a this is a really interesting ball game. I've covered games at Kansas State. They've got a solid program, and uh, Mississippi State, you know, was not that impressive uh, in their in their first ball game. Uh, they did win last week by a couple of touchdowns, but I'm going to take Mississippi State. I think generally the players that, that sign with SEC teams are going to be better uh, athletes, most likely. Mississippi State's got the home field advantage, so I'm going to go with Mississippi State. But they better be careful. This is a game they very well could lose to Kansas State. Kentucky and Florida. Yeah, this one this one would have been interesting even before the quarterback situation. Uh, we talked about it, you know, briefly earlier with uh, with Terry Wilson being down. Kentucky, they're normally their backup quarterback uh, would have been Gunnar Hope, uh, but he uh, did the the transfer route and and went to Ohio State. Uh, and one of those we talked about earlier that if the if the top quarterback goes down, you have to bring in somebody inexperienced. That's what Kentucky faces. Uh, Florida uh, has the question: you know, which which Felipe Franks will show up? Will he will he be really really good or and, and take it over or not? Uh, I think I think Florida probably has got better personnel than Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to take Florida to win the game, but if uh, if Terry Wilson was available, uh, I just might take Kentucky to win this ball game. I, I think it's. Uh, it's a it's a trap game that Florida better look out for, uh, or Kentucky could win it. Alabama headed to South Carolina this weekend. Same kind of situation there. Uh, I mean, Alabama's a is a big favorite, and they should be. But this this similar situation happened in 2010, where South Carolina had already lost the game. Alabama was undefeated. Uh, they were ranked number one then. They're ranked number two now. And Alabama went in there and uh, and and lost the game. Uh, Garcia, Stephen Garcia was the quarterback, and and uh, South Carolina beat them, and and basically kind of turned the way the season went in the SEC. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I don't think it would have happened if Jake Bentley was there, but it certainly would have made it a more interesting ball game. So I, I think Alabama's going to win the ball game, and and I don't know if they'll cover the line that big, but uh, but I, you got to like Alabama to win the ball game. And certainly sorry to see something like this happen to Jake Bentley with him having the career he's had at South Carolina. And let's get your upset of the week. All right, I'm going to take Florida State. Uh, we talked a, a little bit ago about you know they were very fortunate uh, not to you know not to to have, to have lost both their ball games, and they go to Virginia. Virginia's a, a, a touchdown favorite, and I'm just going to figure Florida State's got to got to turn it around at some point. They have too many good athletes. They recruit too well. They've got too much tradition. I'm going to pick Florida State to go on the road and beat the Virginia Cavaliers. This has been the Lindy's Football Report, brought to you by Gordo's Cheese Dip. And by U.S. Farm-Raised Catfish. You've been listening to the extended version of the Lindy Sports Report. Brought to you exclusively by Scott Stevens Tire and Service. On the Circle Dothan, building a reputation you can trust. Also, join us Wednesday mornings at 8.30 for the Lindy Sports Report here on the ball. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F. W-261-AT, W-296-DQ, Dothan. The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by The Cellar, Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All-In Credit Union, score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, Enterprise, Ufa. 
Paula and Marianne by Southeast Health. Always the right direction by Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Now, let's go live to the stadium with Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass. Welcome in. We are high atop Providence Christian Field here for a big Class 3A Area 2 game tonight between the Eagles and the traveling Wicksburg Panthers from not far up the road at all. As I said, a big region matchup here. Mark Stewart, Lance Griffin in here with you to call it. You may hear a little bit of wind. Other than that, it is a beautiful, beautiful night here. I think a dandy of a football game in store for us, Mark. Yeah, great crowd here. Like you said, beautiful weather for tonight's game. Big anticipated game between these two teams. The winner here takes a leg up on the region race. It's a big game for Wicksburg. They've got Providence tonight, Pike County next week, so they've got this two-game swing that they've got to get through it. They're either split, and hopefully for them, they want to go ahead and sweep it. But the big, the big emphasis on tonight's game is the, the size of Wicksburg. They've got some big guys up front, Lance. Uh, Dustin Woodham, he is a big 6'3", 265-pound nose guard. His fifth night between him and Matthew Morris is going to be the key to this game. Matthew Morris, the center for Providence, he's got to handle the big fella. Now, Collins McClintock's got to help Matthew a little bit tonight with what he does best, and that's change that snap count up. He cannot let him start teeing off on it and anticipating the snap count. But that's really going to be a key matchup inside tonight. If he can disrupt, it may... Uh, make uh, Providence's running game not quite as effective, and they may have to get to the outside. If you're Wicksburg, I think you run straight at Providence. You just run straight at their defense and see what you can pick up. Woodham is certainly capable of controlling that part of the line of scrimmage against just about anybody on Wicksburg's schedule this, this season, so it makes me wonder if we see a little bit different running attack from Providence tonight. Do they not go off tackle as much knowing that Woodham is right there? Do they try to go outside more? How do they handle that? I think they do. I think they try to get outside just a little bit more. You know, they got the misdirection plays that they like to run. Take the ball off to Wise Gordon and hand it inside. And Collins McClintock keeps it. I think you try to let him running stuff out of the place, him being Dustin Woodham, and, and go to the other side. The other thing is, you know, the heat. You don't know how that's going to affect them, uh, what kind of condition they're in. So, uh, uh, certainly Providence has got their hands full. This is the, the best team they've played so far this season. Yes, I would think so by far. We've had the coin toss at the middle of the field. It was won by Wicksburg. Wicksburg deferred, so Providence will get the ball to begin. You can hear probably the crowd cheering the Eagles running onto the field now. So we talked about Dustin Woodham, plenty of other capable players for Wicksburg as well. And this is a game, honestly, I think Wicksburg has circled since last year. I think they really thought they were going to play Providence straight up last year. It didn't happen. Wicksburg got hot later on the season and played very well toward the end, but they really want this team again. They really do. They circle this. You're right. This one on their schedule this year. Got a young quarterback, though, a 10th grade quarterback in uh, Jackson Glover. Got to see how he comes out. He's got to settle down and, and play well. They feel like he can throw the football a little bit, and Providence is a little susceptible back there in that uh, secondary. They will, uh, they will get penalties back there for interference. Uh, they did in the first game anyway, so... Uh, if they can pass the ball a little bit and soften that defense up, that's certainly going to open up their running game. Yes, yeah, a little bit of a different maybe approach with, with Glover at quarterback 
uh, more versatile than a little bit uh, than what we saw last year. So some weapons there for Wicksburg, and we'll see how that all plays out. But Providence has a chance to get the ball first. Wise Gordon is standing back at his 10. Players are set. The whistle has been blown, and the players have been counted, and the ball is in the air. It's an offside kick. Does it go 10? Does it touch an eagle? There's a, there's a scramble for it. Wicksburg has it now. Did it go the 10? I don't see a flag. Let's see what they, they say. The, the officials are just looking at one another. It looked like the Wicksburg touched it early. I, it, there, were, there was a Wicksburg player there and a Providence player there right at the 50, which would have been 10 yards. What are they going to say? Are they going to say that... Well, they're marking it with a yeah, one block. And a, and a, and a, it looks like it, that, that, a, that an Eagle player tried to touch it right as it went the 10 yards, batted it back toward the oncoming Wicksburg Panthers, and the Panthers jumped on it at the 45-yard line. So consider that an onside kick recovery to start the game and a gutsy move. They played for Wicksburg. Yeah. They caught Providence off guard, caught them flat-footed on that kickoff. Now they've got it first and ten. We've seen Providence do it before, and it's worked. Now it, it's done on Providence, and we'll see how Providence reacts to this. The first big momentum play right off the bat to Wicksburg, first and ten from the 45-yard line. If Wicksburg, you got to take got to take advantage of this turnover, though. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Very spread formation for Wicksburg. Glover back there from the shotgun. Panthers are set. Here's in motion. Glover, quick pitch at the middle, and it's incomplete, thrown just behind the receiver, but probably should have been caught. Uh, Devin Campolongo, uh, he, he, it was just about a, a, maybe six inches a foot behind him. He reached back and hit his hands. I think he was looking to just make sure he had a step or two and lost his lost side of the ball. And I like what they were doing with Jackson Glover, trying to get an easy throw in there to get him off to a good, fast start. Second and ten. Three wide to the right this time, one to the left, back with Glover this time. It's going to be a handoff to off the right side, and there's a hole there to the 45, first down 40, 37-yard line. Good run there for Walter Sinclair, who was the quarterback last year. Very good, uh, well-designed play. Went off the right end, and uh, he'll get about uh, 16 yards on that. Right, he, he just kept coming. He had an opportunity to turn in if he wanted to, but the hole kept on coming outside. They did a nice job of containing the Providence defense. Providence coming out a little bit flat-footed here. Now, is there a flag? Is there a flag? I believe there is now. It looks like it's coming back. It's going to be a holding call, I believe. They're going to mark it off. It is holding. Let's see where they're going to mark it off from and say where it took place. The flag is resting on the Providence 46, so that will take it back to the Wicksburg 44. So, in essence, what we have now is a second and 11. So, he'll get some credit for a rush there, and then the penalty yards will bring it back. It'll be second and 11 from the other That's four. The penalty for uh, Wicksburg is it brings them back, like you said, the second down and 11. That's Providence on this drive. Glover back, two wide to the left, to the right. Sinclair next to him. He fares out. Here goes here goes Glover. He passes it complete to the 50. be a gain of about six yards as the receiver there is Alexander Garzarek. Jeff Goldsboro on the tackle. He did a nice job. He caught it. He put him down as soon as he got it. All right, here we go. Third and a long five from midfield. See what... Uh, Panthers have drawn up here in the spread formation. You've got three to the left, one to the right. Sinclair next to Glover from the shotgun. 
looks like they may be calling an audible here. Ladies, look into the sideline to get another play, it looks like. They're looking at their wristbands where their plays are. Let's see what they draw up here. Got some time to slow. He's going to go long. Single coverage, but it's overthrown. It looks like uh, he ran an in, and Glover thought yeah. he was going to run an out or a fade. Uh, the intended receiver was Clayton Morrison. He ran what looks like sort of a post, and and uh, Glover threw a fade. So that brings up fourth and five from midfield. Yeah, the miscommunication all the way. It had no chance of completing it. Now let's see what they're going to do. It looks like they're going to send a punting team in. Had they been on the same page there, though, Mark, I think that that post may have been open. Yeah, he had a step on Hayes Lewis. It was a good move and uh, just uh, a little misread there uh, one way or the other. Uh, Wicksburg will go back in front formation here from midfield. Back Here's the snap. A little bit low, but it's going to get off just fine. It's going to angle toward the corner. It's going to be picked up at the 20. To the 30, to the 35, to the 40, to the 44-yard line goes Grant Weatherford. And now there's a flag at the 24-yard line of Providence. Let's see if that's the dreaded block in the back that you see a lot on punts. I believe that's what it's going to be. Did a nice job of picking that one up on the second bounce coming down the sideline. And if it's a block in the back where the, the flag is, it was not near where he picked it up. If, uh, if indeed they mark it off from where it occurred, then you're looking at... Uh, at Providence starting somewhere around the 14, 15-yard line. Right now, they're keeping it at the 45. Uh, let's see, now they're going to back it up. It's a personal foul on Providence. So, don't know what exactly was done there. I did see a Panther getting up slowly right where the flag was thrown, but I didn't see what happened nonetheless. Penalties uh, has been a storyline throughout the season. And uh, the last time we had Providence a couple of weeks ago, they had several on the first drive and then cleaned it up. And here they have one to start off their offensive possession here. Yeah, Providence is not used to not getting off to a fast start. This, they've kind of, like I said, come out flat-footed, a little bit sleepwalking here in this first quarter so far. It's going to be half the distance from the 24, marking off that personal foul. So it is first and 10 from the 12. That's where the Eagles will start this offensive possession. Spreading it out a little bit, does Providence. Two wide to the right, Gordon in motion. They're going to pitch it to him, see if he can get outside. He's to the 10. He's going to take a lick and go to the 14, so about two yards, and Wicksburg did a good job of stretching that play out. Nice job of stringing it out. They didn't get uh, – Providence was not able to contain the end over there, and the wise Gore just picked up what he could. They'll mark it at the 14. It'll be second down and eight. Got a big uh, big interior lineman in Dustin Woodham, and that was one of the things that we talked about prior to the kickoff. Will will they go outside more? Of course, that's just one play. We don't know if that's going to be indicative of what they do. They're going back to their tight formation here, second and eighth. They're going right up the middle. There's Gordon. He uh, goes through a couple of missed tackles and gets to the, about the 17. They'll give him three. It'll be about third and five. One of the bread and butter plays just up the middle. Did a nice job of picking up a few yards. Still a little bit of extra critical activity hitting at the end of the play. The officials, I don't think, are going to let that go very far. Or, nor should they. They'll mark it between the 17 and the 18, so it'll be a short five here on third down. McClintock from a tight formation with Gordon to his right. He takes the handoff to Gordon, and he throws it out in the flat. It's caught, 
Will it be a first down? It will not. Tackled short of the first down is the receiver, Michael Sullivan, and a good play by Wicksburg to uh, pursue and tackle Sullivan short of the line to gain about a yard. He's got a good mark, but he's still going to be short of it. Nicely designed play. They had him open out there, just not able to turn the corner and get up the sideline. So each team, uh, at least it appears, will punt on its opening possession for Providence. Jake Smith is back punt. There's nobody back deep, but well, actually now, Wicksburg's Patrick Murray goes back, and he certainly has the ability to make something happen back there if they kick it right to him. He's standing around around midfield. Smith, it's a nice high kick. Murray lets it land at the 50, and it's going to take a big Providence roll inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. That is where Wicksburg will start this possession. We're 8.28 left in the first quarter. No score. Each team's had one offensive possession. We'll see what Wicksburg does here. Yeah, like, like two uh, heavyweight champion boxers just trying to fill themselves out here early in this game. Good punt, good coverage by Providence. They didn't let the uh, return man get to it and let it bounce up the sideline. <clears throat> so neither team able to land the big punch on the first possession. Wicksburg had some... Had some possibilities there. Had a big game called back on a penalty. Had possibly a receiver open, but a miscommunication into what route was being run. So we'll see what happens on the second possession here. Jackson Glover is your quarterback. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Walter Sinclair is the back near him. Here's the snap. Glover looks to throw. He's got time. Throws it right into the hands of a Providence defender. It was Jake Smith. It was a rifle, so it went right through his hands. It was a slant that maybe a maybe one of the receivers cut short. Yeah, he cut it off for some reason. It didn't come all the way across. Smith had it. But uh, I think he was just surprised that anybody told that it was not only that it was coming to him, but coming to him with that kind of a lot. Yeah, it, it, it did have some speed on it. He fired it up. He's definitely got a lively arm back there. Second and 10 from the 39. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Sinclair near Glover. Here's the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Sinclair. He's going to try to get outside, but he's not. He's going to be tackled for a four-yard loss. Michael Oliver with a nice play. If he shot the gap from that linebacker position, got in the backfield, brought him down behind the line of scrimmage. They ran that pretty much same play to the other side in the first possession, and it got a big gain, and Providence was ready for it when they ran to the opposite side this time. Well, I think Providence is making some adjustments after that first drop. Third and 13 now for Wicksburg. Two wide left, two to the right. Glover from the shotgun takes the snap, drops back in the pocket. Now he's got pressure. He rolls out, and it looks like he's just going to throw it away, and he does. As a good pressure there from uh, Jonathan Wells for Providence, and uh, Glover just had to throw it away. They looked a little more like the Providence defense there with some speed on that uh, that drop as they were able to knock them out three and out. Minus three on that possession for the Panthers. Grant Weatherford back around the 25-yard line to field this punt for the Panthers. 7.40 left to go in the first quarter. No score. Were you expecting this, or were you expecting the offenses to kind of get things going? I was expecting both offenses to be able to drive up and down the field pretty good. Indeed. If you're Providence, though, you got to feel pretty good, though. You lost the onside kick, and you had a big penalty down there, and there's still no score in this game. 
Providence uh, Witchburg angles the kick again. It goes out of bounds at the 31, and that is where Providence will take possession about 19 yards better on field position than it had in opening possession. It certainly changes your perspective from a playbook. Now that you're out toward uh, the 35, 31-yard line, you can call a lot more plays there than you can backed up in your own territory. Great crowd tonight here at Providence. They were parking cars wherever they could. As we approach the kickoff, both stands are full, and there's folks standing along the gate. Good stuff, good atmosphere here. First and 10, Providence from the 31. It's an inside handoff. It's going to be smothered. They may get back to the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure. Uh, Weatherford took that, and I think they're going to give him a loss of the yard on that. So good, again, penetration from that Wicksburg defensive front. Yeah, he was never able to get his shoulders turned up and hit the hole. They kept him going laterally, and... Uh, when you do that, you're going to have trouble picking up yards. That's right. Second and 11 from the 30. Tight formation for the Eagles. Here's some motion, and McClintock's going to carry it himself. He's going to get outside, going to get tripped up for a gain of maybe a yard. Good play there by, uh, let's see, for Wicksburg. That was number two. Is that Xander Kelly? I so. Yeah, he got back there and uh, – We've seen the opponents that Providence has played thus far. McClintock's been able to make that guy. He's able to turn the corner and uh, pick up yardage. I'm impressed with the speed on Wicksburg's defense. They've got size and speed out there. Now, that's going to be third and ten from the 31. They're going to spread it out. Let's see what uh, McClintock does here. Take the snap. He's going to hand it to Gordon. Gordon to the... Well, he's going to be right at the line of scrimmage. He's going to be tackled. Is that Kelly again? That is exactly that is. Yeah. Some, somebody's uh, he, either he's uh, shedding blockers or he's just going and make, making a beeline for the ball without having to shed any one. But two good back-to-back plays there. That was almost a play that you're saying, I'm going to punt the football. We're going to play defense, and uh, this is going to be a tight game. It's almost like two uh, two athletes playing tennis, and you're just waiting for the other guy to hit him in the net because uh, you're probably not going to hit many winners. That's right. Well, Patrick Kelly standing back about the 42. It's a line drive kick, but it's away from him, and it takes another great Providence roll inside the 25, and it's going to roll down about the 22-23 yard line. So good placement on the punt there by, by uh, Jake Smith and – Providence will take over about the 23-yard line. Five and a half minutes left, and I think we're going to have a timeout. So let's take it with them. A one-minute break here. We'll be back with more high school football action right here on the ball. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome back to Providence. No score midway through the first quarter. As a matter of fact, not many 
Offensive yards for either team thus far. A couple offensive possessions under each team's belt. Lynchburg first and 10 from the 22. It's going to be a handoff to Sinclair, and he's going to be smothered at the 20. Loss of a yard, maybe two. Good penetration by that Providence defensive front. Yeah, that's excellent penetration. is number uh, 86. That's uh, Aaron Jackson. It was a little bit they kind of faked the handoff on one side to the right. Sinclair came back to the left. It looked a little bit like the play Providence likes to run, where they fake it one way and come back inside your right. Nobody seemed to bite on that, at least uh, on that uh, right side of the Providence defense. That'll bring up second and 11 from the 21. Tight formation for Wicksburg. Glover takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Sinclair. Sinclair goes up the middle to maybe the 24, possibly. So got, a yeah, they got some extracurricular activity here. What's it going to be? It's going to be a personal foul on Providence. Because I think that was number 22. Yeah, that's, that's Reed Linder. what it looks like it's going to be. And uh, we've seen about one of these every time uh, we've covered the Eagles. And uh, this one, this was going to be third and eight. or we'll try third and nine. And now it's going to be a first down. Uh, another momentum play goes in Wicksburg's box here. They got the onside kick. And now um, this uh, undisciplined penalty here for, uh, for Providence is going to move at 15 yards. First and 10 from the 38-yard line. Wicksburg has you set it down. Yeah, Coach Kenny Keith has got to get them under control. I don't know if you don't call a timeout and bring them to the sideline and say, look, guys, we're killing ourselves with the personal foul. Yeah, next one that does it, you're sitting. Uh, here we go. First and 10 from the 38. Still a tight formation for Wicksburg. It's going to be a run for Glover. He's trying to get outside. He'll be met about the 40-yard line, so he'll get just about a yard as that was a design run all the way as I believe that was actually Sinclair from a sort of a wildcat formation as he took that snap and went to the right side and got about uh, a yard as Sinclair, nothing. You're right, it was a great yeah. snap. And uh, Providence, again, doing a good job of getting penetration. Both teams are penetrating on that defensive side and not letting the offenses do a whole lot. It's almost like you're waiting for somebody to make a mistake. Right. And, and, play. and neither team wants to do it, so they're not getting really too cute. Seven seconds on the play clock as Wicksburg lines up here. Four and three and two and one. Do they get it off? It's a fumble snap. And Glover falls on it. Sinclair falls on it back at the 32-yard line. I think there was some hurry to get that play off. That's really what happened. Yeah. And it uh, went straight through Glover's hands. I don't know what the play was going to be, but nonetheless, it's going to lose about eight yards. He almost centered it between Glover and the back back there, so I'm not sure if there was something there that it was going to be a direct snap somewhere, but... Neither one of them got it, and it's a big play for Providence on the defensive side. And now here we are again. It's, this is a third and about uh, 18 for Wicksburg. And they're letting the play clock run down again. It's just yeah, in. I think they're going to have to call timeout here and talk about the third and 18. They're, they're going to the line. No, they're going to call timeout. You're right. So, yeah, this is one, again, we just talked about. You, neither team wants to make a big mistake that gives the other one a short field. So, I don't know that you try to do anything too big here if you're Wicksburg. You play good defense. Uh, right now, Providence really hasn't uh, done anything that's hurt you yet. Maybe maybe something very high percentage, and then see if you can punt the ball away and play defense. Maybe a draw play or uh, a screen pass if you've got that in your playbook. If you're uh, Wicksburg, 
or just a, you know, a quarterback draw, something like that, just to get out just a little bit further for the punt. You're right. Kenny Keith was talking to the officials when they came over to the sideline for the timeout, and he was wanting an explanation on the personal foul. But it did look like they, they hit him. He hit him late over on the other side when they called that personal foul. Yeah, absolutely. That's just something that you just can't do. And uh, maybe uh, Providence will be fortunate and it won't uh, – it won't come back to bite him here on this possession. We'll see what happens here on third and 18. The timeout is over. Both teams are approaching the line of scrimmage. The ball is at the 32 of Wicksburg. 3.02 left to go here in the first quarter. No score. Glover at quarterback, Sinclair near him, too wide to the left. Now they move motion, strong side left. Here is a quick pass out. So Patrick Murray drops it. He was looking to run, and who knows? Who knows? He may have been able to get that out. Well, he was a big kid. He had a blocker in front of him. There's a flag. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And a late, late flag. I mean, about 10, 12 seconds after the play was over. You're right. That is definitely uh, after the play penalty. It won't. Is it an automatic first down? It won't be a first down. Dead ball. Personal foul. This one's on Wicksburg. Dead ball, personal foul. This one's on Providence. So, a bill offset and uh, fourth down. Right. So, wow. Uh, I think the officials need to get the captains together and just yeah. say some look, guys, let's settle this thing down and let's play football. 2.57 left to go in the first quarter. That's a great uh, observation, Mark. You need to call the team captains over and say, look, we're not giving you any leeway for the rest of the game. If it looks even close to a uh, personal foul, you're getting one. And I think the rule here is if you get two, uh, you're you're out. That's right. So uh, there's a couple of players on Providence's team and one on Wicksburg's team now that have three on Providence's have because they're number one down here. That's very true. Here's the punt at the line drive. Nice spiral. It's going to bounce at the 40 and uh, die around the 25-yard line. So a uh, good punt there by Wicksburg will give uh, Providence 75 yards to go here on his next offensive possession. Yeah, neither punter's booming the ball, but they're doing great directional punts mm-hmm. and getting the roll. So it's just as effective if it goes in the air for 50 yards or rolls for 50 yards. And, and so far, neither punt returner wants to take any any kind of chance. That's why on bobbling the ball. So they're even if it's, unless it comes directly to them, they're just letting it go. The Providence offense had a long conversation here on the sideline with the coaches on that last defensive set. So, uh, I don't know if they found something or feel like they see something in the uh, Wicksburg defense. Familiar tight formation for Providence. Quick snap. Here is McClintock up the middle. He's got room to the 31-32 yard line. Game of six or seven. Best offensive play thus far for the Eagles, and that'll set up second and manageable for the Eagles. Very good play if they ran right over the center, right where you would think that uh, that, uh, Dustin... uh, would have, he would have been. He was probably following Gordon. I know I would be. And they faked it to him, and uh, he was going to his ride, and McClintock just went straight up the middle. There was, again, a late block by Providence as they drove a Wicksburg player in the ground after a whistle. No penalty flag on that one. They'll spread it out a little bit, Will Providence. They're going to run it again to McClintock up the middle. 35, 37-yard line, first down, Eagles. So I think they try find something that they like, and uh, I think they're uh, just using uh, Wild Thorns a decoy right now and letting uh, Cos McClintock just use his legs inside. And I'm sure that Wicksburg will adjust to that as well, and when they do, maybe they get some of those outside Five runs. Both. Uh, McClintock up the middle has resulted in the first first down for Providence as we are less than two minutes left to go here in the first quarter at the 37-yard line. McClintock, he does hand it up the middle to Gordon this time. Gordon falls forward for two yards to the 39, but that's all. 
That was off right tackle, and he made the most he could. He did. He cut through there and slashed like he does, only able to pick up two and a half, three yards. I think Carlos McClintock is going to have to be able to air the ball out a little bit tonight to to soften his deep. I I definitely agree. You've got to stretch it out a little bit. It's going to be hard to to plot down the field like this. Um, And he's got the, the ability to do so. He's a good throwing quarterback. They just haven't had to throw a lot this year. Second and eight from the 39. They're going to, they are going to spread it out here. We'll see what they do with it. Two wide to the left, two to the right. McClintock, he's going to roll. He's going to look to throw. He takes pressure. It is intercepted. Is that LaPatrick Murray? Who is there? Yes, he's caught it at the 44-yard line of Providence, and that's the first mistake, big mistake, really, that will give Wicksburg the ball inside Providence territory. He took pressure and probably should have just eaten it. That's exactly right. He rolled out to his right. The pressure got him, and he jumped up and was almost in the grasp of the defender and tried to throw the ball. Couldn't get anything on it. He had a man down there, but couldn't get enough on to get it there. Good play by Murray. He had to make a leaping catch on that. He did. They're going to say it's forward progress, get all the way to the Providence 41. So that is where the Panthers will take over as we're less than a minute to go now in the first quarter. No score, but this is the best opportunity for either team, Wicksburg in Providence territory. There's a... So part of the field where you may take a shot to the end zone here. Not a bad idea. Try to make a big play happen here. It's going to be a fake handoff, and, and Glover's looking to throw. He gets hit. He gets hit again and sacked at the 49-yard line. Memphis ate his lunch back there. He, he spun him around with the other defender for Providence, and Cole Smith came up and cleaned it up and he just did. took him down. Glover was looking for a big play. He was looking to see if he could get with Patrick Murray uh, deep, and he just didn't have time after the first defender came in, spun him around, and Cole Smith cleaned him up. And that's going to be a loss of eight yards back to the 49-yard line. Big defensive play for the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have time for him to sit back in the pocket and throw deep right now. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Second and 18 for Providence. Glover takes a snap. Quick pass. It's going to be behind the defender, but it's forward, so it'll just go out of bounds incomplete as they tried to get it to Wicksburg's Alexander Gerzarek, but it was behind him. Couldn't haul it in, and now it's third and 18. And that's about the third pass we've seen out there, just out there in the flat that they dropped. Is that, uh, even if he caught it, though, number 22, that was uh, Reed Linder was all over it. So uh, third and 18, I'm sure uh, Kenny Keith is trying to tell his team one way or the other that if you, you have a post, if you have a dead ball penalty on this play, you're going to run for days. Yeah, I think if he did a yellow flag on the field after this one, he's going to just go ballistic on somebody. Third and 18. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Here's Glover. He's already facing pressure, looking for a screen. He's just got to throw it away, and he does as they had that sniffed out there. Trying yeah, to get it over the call there. Providence yeah. uh, uh, sniffed it out. You're right. They, they saw it right away, and they were able to get on top of it. So the interception by Wicksburg doesn't pan out as Providence's defense rises to the occasion. That's minus eight on that possession. Providence defense actually looks like they've got Wicksburg on their heels a little bit as they can't uh, get any rhythm going offensively. Definitely, and I think uh, Coach Cox is responding correctly and trying to get some quick passes for, for Glover before that pressure comes, but so far the receivers haven't been able to haul those in. Probably fortunate to be in a 0-0 zero zero game right now. From the 49 line of scrimmage, the punt is going to be an angled punt down the right sideline. It's going to bounce to the 22, take a bounce around the 
18-yard line. That's where it goes out of bounds, and that's where Providence will take over. We'll have just one play left here in the first quarter, 1.5 seconds left on the clock. It's been a very much a defensive struggle. Neither team has really gotten much going offensively at all. And it's been fun, though. It has been. And Whitford's yeah. had opportunities. They started the game off with that onside mm-hmm. kick, not able to make anything out of it. The interception, and they go backwards. So, uh, again, I think Providence is very fortunate to be in the 0-0 zero zero game right now. They're going to spread it out. Two wide left, two to the right. Gordon near McClintock from the shotgun. Here's motion to the right. They're going to hand it to Gordon. And there's immediate pressure, and Gordon's going to lose back to the 16-yard line. They had that sniffed out for sure, and that is how the first quarter went aptly on a very good defensive play. So, in one quarter in the books, no score for either team. We'll be back with second quarter action in one minute right here on the ball. All In Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance from All In Services. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All In Services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Visit allincu.com to learn more and start saving on your insurance today. Certain restrictions apply federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888-673. 1818. Welcome back. Start of the second quarter here at Providence. No score between the Eagles and the Wicksburg Panthers. Defense, defense, defense. The theme of the first quarter makes you wonder, Mark, looking at that first quarter, how either team is going to score tonight. But we've seen scoreless first quarters before that turned into high-scoring games. Who knows? That's right. The defense is controlling both sides of the ball here tonight as uh, Wicksburg's defense and Providence both, like you said. And, uh, you know, the offense has just got to settle down and look for some, some uh, opportunities to make some big plays and gouge them a little bit. Uh, but right now it's just nip and tuck. It's two yards here, two yards there, and uh, on. Second and 14 from the 14. Last play of the first quarter was a four-yard loss by Gordon. They're going to give it to McClintock. McClintock had just one man to beat, but it was a very good play there as he's going to just gain one yard on the keeper. And uh, I think that's Xander Kelly again with another very good defensive play holding McClintock to one yard. Yeah, if he gets by him, he's got a lot of yards in front of him. So, Bristol did a good job of staying at home on that back side as all the flow came over here to the right side of the Providence offensive line. Kelly's fired up. He's getting his, his players fired up for this third and 13 play. You're looking at a pretty good field position if you hold Providence here. That's what I'm sure Kelly is telling his teammates here. Spreading it out. They're going to pitch it out to Gordon to the left. Gordon... To the 15, to the 20, he'll get to the 21, maybe the 22, but well short of the first down, but a few yards to, uh, to let Jake Smith punch the ball out. It's a safe play by Providence to punch the ball out there, give a little more room, as I don't think they felt like they would pick up the first down on that one. They're going to say he went out at the 20, so it will uh, that'll be where they snap it back to Smith. That'll put LaPatrick Murray back probably near midfield. 
Looks to be a good, uh, good possibility of good field position for the Panthers. Smith getting ready to take the snap. It's low, but caught. It's kicked. It's angled. It's going to bounce short. Take a little bit of a Providence roll to the 40, the 45-yard line of the Eagles, and that's where Wicksburg will start. So another possession for the Panthers starting in Providence territory. And if you're Providence, that may be the best you can get out of that because you don't want the return man to get it. He's very dangerous back there, and so it's on the 45-yard line. They feel like their defense can hold them. Uh, so uh, I think they, uh, they feel pretty good about that. That's right. That's probably a best-case scenario for the Eagles. Just early in the second quarter, 11:04 left. No score here between Providence and Wicksburg. Big, big uh, Class 3A Region 2 matchup between these two schools, as you mentioned earlier. Wicksburg wants this one bad. They get it. They get Pike County next week. And so that Wicksburg, oh, that's a big game yeah. there at home for them, the heart of the region. Ball on the left hash mark, two wide left. To, to the right. There's a whistle before a play, and I think they're going to be uh, tagged for delay a game here. As the um, back judge threw the flag, or is it a legal substitution? Maybe that's what it was. Uh, a legal substitution. I didn't see anybody run off. I didn't either. Coming off the sideline, that's hard to do. Nonetheless, it's a five-yard penalty, and uh, neither team wants negative penalties, I'm sure, but it seems like Wicksburg has had its share of not necessarily negative penalties, but negative plays is starting in long uh, yardage situations. Now they're at midfield, first and 10, first and 15. They're going to hand it off right up the middle at Sinclair. He's the quarterback on that play. He's going to keep it and get about three yards. That'll bring up about a second and 12. He takes the handoff and just follow right behind in the hole. Again, yards hard to come by here. And neither one of these offenses like to play behind the chains, and that's exactly where they've been all night. They may be setting up something later, who knows, uh, with Sinclair throwing the ball, taking some quarterback snaps. Second and 12 from the 47, 48-yard line. Sinclair, again, he's going to hand it off right up the middle. Let's see who the uh, back is the fullback yeah. coming out of the pile there at the 44-yard line. That's Glover. So you had Sinclair quarterback, Glover at running back. You've had Glover at uh, quarterback, Sinclair running back. Interesting call. Is this four-down territory? Is that what they're playing for, you think? I, I was thinking that as you were saying it. That brings up about third and a long eighth from the 44. Maybe they feel like they can get four yards uh, the next two play. They're going to spread it out. Three wide to the right. One to the left. Glover is your quarterback. Now there's a, uh, I think uh, Coach Conley is going to think about that again and call timeout here and talk it over. So I think Coach Cox sees this is maybe not going to be many opportunities to, to score here in Providence Territory. It's third and seven, third and eight. You got to really be sure that this is a play you really think can work. Well, if he indeed is thinking about it being four down territory, he wants to probably pick up at least half of this on this play. And either he saw something maybe he didn't like in the coverage on Providence, or uh, wanted to rethink that play. That's his second timeout of the of the half, so he's only got one more to go. Nine forty-six left to go here in the second quarter. Again, no score, and neither team is really threatened. Wicksburg has had it in Providence territory a couple of times, including this time, but uh, no, nowhere even close to the red zone for either team. 
We'll be surprised if you don't see the quick throw out to the flat like they've been doing. It was dropped a while ago by the big receiver, uh, Murray. And so you may see it go back out to him again, but he's here on this near side. You may even pitch it out to him and let him throw it, see if they can get the halfback pass going. Third eight. Here is Glover. He looks to throw it long. He's got a step on his defender, and it falls in. 16-yard line, and it was just a – it ended up being a jump ball, but it was a great, great reception there. Morrison just went up and got it. He's 6'3", 205 pounds. Hey, Morrison, what a play. And they, they just uh, – here, let's do a 50-50 ball and see what happens. And it was an outstanding catch. Yeah, one bad coverage. Yeah, no. By, uh, by Hayes Lewis, it was just uh, the young man just went up and took it away from him. First and 10 from the 16 for Wicksburg now. Panthers had something going here. Here's the snap. Glover looks to throw. He's going to try that again, but nobody goes long. He threw it to the pylon in the end zone, and everybody broke off the route. So yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Even if he threw that one and they ran, he threw it so quick, I don't yeah. think I could get down there. Probably not. They'll bring up second and 10 from the 16. Clock stop now, 9-18 left to go in the second quarter. No score. That's the second time they've had a miscommunication on a pass play. Now there's a flag. They're going to... Um, call a procedure penalty on it. may have been a formation that's declined. They're saying, yeah, that's a you know, Providence says we'd rather have the down the be all my province with decline that penalty and make it second and ten. Second and ten from the sixteen instead of first and fifteen from the twenty one. So Providence will take the down. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Empty backfield for the Panthers as Glover is back there by himself. Takes a snap, looks to jump Looks to throw. He's got a little bit of pressure. Throws it out of bounds at the 10-yard line. There was nobody there. Again, miscommunication looked like, and there's three Providence defenders back there. So I'm not exactly sure where he's going with the ball, but he's getting pressure. It was a late blitz by Providence. Not that you'd expect any more in high school football, but really there's, there was one read on that play, and it, it was apparently covered pretty well by Providence. And when it wasn't there, I, Glover just wasn't going to try to make something happen there and turn it over. Usually a high school quarterback, especially a young one like this young man is, it's a read, pre-read before the snap, and if it's not there, you get rid of it. Third and ten from the 16. Here is Sinclair. He's going to get smothered at the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Big so, decision here. Do you try to kick a field goal? I've watched foremost, but didn't see that field goal kicker to see. The kicker is Ashton White, and, and she's obviously, we've, we've talked about her over the years. She's been kicking for him since the seventh grade. She doesn't have a lot of range, so I think we're looking at four-down territory here. A big play here for the offense of Woodsburg and the defense of Providence. There are stoppage. There is a stoppage. Yeah, Woodsburg is taking their final time out. Providence actually took it. Oh, did yeah. they did. They changed. Probably wanting to make sure they've got all bases covered here. So let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be back with this uh, big fourth down play right after this. At MD, I proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 9831506 to get the dumpster you need. Welcome back. Providence has talked it over after taking a timeout. Fourth and ten for Wicksburg from the uh, the ball is between the 16 and the 15 yard line of Providence. 
They're going to go for it here, it looks like. So uh, probably took the time out to uh, talk it over. They're going to bring LaPatrick Murray out wide to the left. Look out for him. And then on Morrison at the right with a jump ball out there on that far side. Here's the snap. Glover looks to throw. They're going to throw it deep to Murray. He does he haul it around and nice. Defensive play there. Was that Jake Smith with the coverage? Yes, it was. Jake Smith did a good job of getting his hand in there. It was a well-thrown ball into the end zone, and it was another jump ball situation. They were successful on one earlier to get it down to the 16, but uh, Jake Smith went right up there with LePatrick Murray. The ball falls incomplete, and Providence takes over at the 16. Providence dodges another bullet. That's like the third time they've had to dodge a bullet here in this first half. I think based on the what you had to work with there, you're either going to throw it up for grabs to Morrison or Murray and see That's what happens. Right. Both of them well over six foot, and that's the play to the run, I think. First and 10 from the 16. Here's Gordon up the middle. He's got a hole. 20, 25, 30, 35. 37-yard line goes wide for him. Just this running room of the night, and that gets the Providence out of a hole. Yeah, that looks more like a Providence running play that we've been seeing early in the year. But he hits that hole pretty quickly right inside. A little bit of a trap block, and uh, he broke it free. They'll mark it about the 38-yard line, so that'll be a gain of 22 for Gordon. And he gets uh, Providence out from the shadow of their own end zone out to the 38. Here's McClintock. He looks to give to Gordon again, though he's going to keep up the middle. 40, 45, 47, 50-yard line. Another first down for the Eagles as uh, down a little something here. Have the Eagles on the line. Uh, as far as the middle of that uh, Wichita defense, which is surprising because you got Woodham in there, but uh, they're able to gouge him on his last two plays, the best two offensive plays they've had tonight. I guess it's more a matter of displacement than it is anything. It is, it is. Uh, they're, they're using uh, Wycorn as a little bit of a decoy on that play, and he's pulling it back and running. Here's Gordon. Up the middle. He got a little room. There's a flag. I think that's going to be a hold. Uh, it'll, it was thrown right as Gordon hit the hole. He got to the 46-yard line of Wicksburg, but let's see if this one comes back. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, it is a holding call. It is a holding call on Providence. So instead of first and – instead of second and five or six, it's going to be first and 15 or 16. Yeah, or 20, actually. It's found something in that defense that they like. They're picking up yardage now. Last thing they needed was this holding call to back them up 10 yards. Right, they had momentum. It's going to be measured from the line of scrimmage where Gordon hit the hole, and it'll be first and 20 from the 40-yard line of Providence. 7.50 and counting here in the second quarter. No score between these two teams. I think you stick your knitting right here and just keep running the football. I don't think you panic and try to throw something uh, ill-advised. All right, formation for the Eagles. Here's a little motion. Here's Gordon up the middle. He's to the 45, spins, 46-47 yard line, falls forward, so he'll get about seven yards of that 20 that they needed and get it into second and about 13. He was carrying the ball a little bit loose there at the end of that run. Got to be careful not to get a Wicksburg player to come in and knock it out. But they've apparently changed the blocking schemes up or found something they like because they're working on that middle of the defense for Wicksburg right now. Indeed. Here comes the Eagles line of scrimmage. Another tight formation on the second and 13 from the 47-yard line. Gordon in motion. They're going to keep uh, – McClintock's going to keep it. He's going to get a yard, maybe two, and that is it. As uh, that hole that had been there a couple of times from McClintock closed up quickly there. Yeah, and he hesitated a little bit and sidestepped. Took a little too much time. You got If you're going to do that, you got to find a hole and hit it. 
So that'll bring up third and 11 from the 49. And again, uh, you're probably not looking to get too cutesy here if you're Providence. If you pop one, you pop one. If you don't, you try to punt them back into the uh, uh, right. If you're up in that you're probably going to flip the field because you're at it deep in your own territory now. you got a chance to flip this field. They are going to keep it tight. They're not going to spread this one out. 6.20 and counting here in the second quarter. No score. McClintock takes it. And is it a pre-snap penalty? It is. I thought there was some movement, and I think they're going to back this up five more. When they do throw the ball, they do throw it out of the tight formation. They try to sneak the tight end behind. And it looked like that's what they were trying to do there. Now I, you may scrap that and, and just uh, – Yeah, I think you just run it. Yeah. They had a couple receivers in the formation, and that looked like that's where McClintock was looking when the whistle blew to stop the play. Back to the 44-yard line now, third and about 16. You got 15 huge yards and penalties on this play. The 10-yard hole and then this one, the movement on the offensive line. They're going to spread it out this time. We'll see what happens. They they run out of that spread formation. Here's McClintock. He drops back. It's a screen. Gordon has it. He's not, uh, he is going to get the corner, the 50, the 45, the 30, the 37. Yard up. I think he picked that first down up. He did. They're going to mark him at the 38-yard line as Gordon did get the corner. I didn't think he was going to be able to get it, but he did. And that's a big, big first down for the Eagles. If, if you're with Stubb, you had to be looking for a spring pass or some kind of just uh, draw play. Here's a uh, stoppage, and it's going to be the heat timeout. So we will take it with him one minute break. We'll be back with more action right here on the ball. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Welcome back to Providence. The Eagles and the Panthers, no score. 543 left to go in the second quarter. The Eagles have the first sustained drive of the game. First and 10 from the 38, just converted a third and 16. Wicksburg has it. Wicksburg saying, Providence. Yeah, they moved. Moved before the snap, and they did, and they're going to back it up. More penalties. First and 15 now. This will go back to the 43-yard line. Yeah, they're doing more to shoot themselves in the foot than Wittsburg is right now. Coach Keith can't be happy with that. It's a, just a screen pass. I think I don't even know if they were trying to pick up the first down or not, but the Wise Gordon got to the corner and picked up a big third and 16 to get into Wicksburg territory. Now first and 15 from the Wicksburg 43. Gordon up the middle, hard running. Not a big hole there, but he's going to get three, maybe four yards to the 40, and that'll make a second and 11. Gordon has powerful legs and good upper body strength, so he doesn't come down usually with the first hit. He drove, picked up a couple extra yards on that one. McClintock gets the uh, play from the sideline, ran all the way over there this time to get it. 
Second and 11 from the 40. Got to believe the play was don't jump off sides. I would think that would be a, a good move. Here's McClintock. Here's the inside handoff. A little bit more room this time, as a matter of fact, all the way down to the 30. Hayes Lewis with the run inside. Nice run by Hayes Lewis. That'll make it. He has to run the ball tonight. Third and manageable. Three uh, three yards or so to get a first down now as they're going to mark it about the 32. Well, I think now you have two downs to pick this one up. We'll call it uh, third and four from the 33. You've got to get in between the 29 and the 28-yard line for a first down. 445 and counting here in the second quarter. Still no score. Here's a pitch to Gordon. Gordon tries to get outside. He's got room. The 30. The 25. He makes a man miss. He spins. He's still on seat. The 15. The 14. Goes Wise Gordon doing Wise Gordon things. First and 10 from the 14 yard line. It's like a pinball out there. He got to the corner and turned it. Then he turned it back inside, bounced off of a couple of fenders to pick up the extra yardage. That'll give him a first and 10 at the 14 yard line. Maybe a little bit of. Uh, of uh, I don't know if it's uh, mental fatigue, as they which were really thought they were going to get off the field here, or they're just getting tired. But kind of a couple of deep breaths being taken by some of those defenders, and I can certainly understand that. First and ten from the 14. Here's McClintock. He's going to follow Gordon in the hole. He's going to go outside. He's going to fall to about the 11-yard line. Gain of about four there. Pretty good pickup there on yeah, first good, down. Yeah, good play as Wicksburg stuck the middle as they blitz about three people up the middle. McClintock saw it and jumped to the outside right behind Wise Gordon, picked up what he could. Ball resting between the 12 and the 11-yard line, so it will be second and about um, seven for a first down. They have to get to the five-yard line for a first down. Certainly the best drive of the night for Providence. They just want to kick off some clock and score. Here's Gordon. They're going to have another pre-snap penalty. No, they're going to... Uh, Call timeout. They, I think they were getting a little bit tired. I think that's a good timeout there. Uh, yeah, by absolutely. It'll be. Uh, it'll still be second and about seven. That was going to be an off tackle right to Gordon, and I don't think we've seen that play yet. That's no, usually on the left. So um, they may have to ditch that play, and they may come back, back later. Yeah. yeah. But it looked like there could be something. Could have been something there when the whistle blew. Nonetheless. They've also that little pitch play they keep running to Wise Gordon. They've got it where they pitch it to him and he throws downfield. So don't be surprised if they're not setting that up for later on in this game as well. And that's not something that you have to just use when you need a big chunk play. That right. can be used in this situation. And especially if points are going to be hard to come by, wouldn't be a shock to see it happen. By the way, they honored the... The state champion baseball team before the game tonight, and uh, they got their championship rings for Providence, and uh, great uh, time for that to, to be in front of the crowd there. And it was a great season for the Eagles, and glad they were able to get some recognition tonight. Absolutely, they had a great run. Casey Smith did a great job. Him and his coaching staff. It was a veteran club, and uh, they did a great job running through the season in the playoffs. Beat Piedmont and two out of three to win that state championship. It's a Piedmont team they thought they should be playing in football as they got beat by Flomington down there, but uh, able to, to win that state championship in baseball, and uh, that's, a, that's a huge achievement for this Providence program. Second and a long six. We're ready to go now for Providence. Here's Gordon. He's going to get contacted there. There's going to be a flag as Gordon is washed under at the 12-13 yard line. We'll see if that's another hold. That was a... Uh, 
a lot of penetration by the Wicksburg line there. That play didn't have a chance from the very beginning. Indeed. It's going to be a hold on Providence. So will they take the yards or will they uh, take a two-yard loss? Uh, why is Gordon I think you take the yards to get them out of field goal range. Let's see what they're going to do. They're talking it over. It's a hold on Providence. They are backing it up. So it will be second, and oh, they're going to back it up to the 24-yard line. Yeah, I think it's about 19. I think you play the odds on this one. Get them out of uh, comfortable field goal range. Make them have to try to pick up a long first down. So uh, McClintock looks at the sidelines to get the play. 22 seconds on the play clock. As McClintock's still looking, he's got it. He'll relay it to his team now as play clock at 15 when they break the huddle here. 310 and counting. On the game clock here in the second quarter, no score. Here's McClintock to Gordon. Gordon is going to be met by three Panthers at the line of scrimmage. No game there. It'll bring up third and, again, about 19. Good play there by Wicksburg. Yeah, that was number 63. That was Justin Woodham, and he just got on his back and just brought him right down. Really impressed with how quick he is on the inside. Now, there's no David Warren. Of course, he graduated. He had a big leg last year. Now, what do you do here? Are you looking for, for seven, eight yards, or are you trying to get the first down here? I, I think you've got to get it inside the 15-yard line, or excuse me, inside the 20, around the 15-yard line to have a shot at a field goal. John Jeter is your kicker. He certainly can. He, he, he certainly can a good job this year. They're going to spread it out, third and 19. Here's McClintock. He fakes the handoff. He's going to throw it. He's going to connect at the 10. At the 5, that's going to be a first down. I believe as Hayes Lewis is going to mark it the four-yard line. Well-designed play, and that's the second, third, and very long that has been uh, successfully uh, gotten by Providence here in the fifth half. What a well-designed play as they brought Hayes Lewis across the formation. He was wide open and... And they talk, hit him. He sure did. So it's first and goal at the four. Two minutes now and counting on the game clock. Tight formation for Providence. McClintock going to hand it to Gordon. Gordon's going to make a man. Nobody get in the end zone. And Gordon hits the Eagles up six to nothing. One forty nine showing on the game clock. It was just a trap play there. A hole developed in a very good job by Gordon to make one man miss and it was over. When Gordon sees the goal line, it's hard to stop him and he just throws the player right in with him. Four yard touchdown run by Wise Gordon is the first. Score of the game. This is interesting. This is the first time all year they have not gone for two on the first touchdown. That's right. I think every point in this game is going to be precious. So they're going to take the one, hopefully, here for Jeter. It is up. It looks good from here, and the officials say it is good. So 149 left to go here in the second quarter. Providence strikes first, 7 0 over Wicksburg. We'll be back in one minute right after this. Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services. With signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. Or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org slash nursing. 
The best savings of the summer are happening now during the summer sell-down event at Action of Dothan. Check out this 2019 Buick Enclave with 13% below MSRP. That's a savings of $7,669. Shop and save on this 2019 Buick Envision with 16% below MSRP for total savings of $6,245. Visit us today during the summer sell-down event at Action of Dothan. In-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Are you ready for action? Welcome back. Here's the ensuing kickoff after Providence has taken a 7 nothing lead late in the second quarter. They're going to kick it deep. Patrick Murray is going to catch it at the 5. He's looking for a hole. He's at the 25, and he's going to be swarmed under at about the 29-30 yard line. 142 left to go here in the second quarter. And as we said, Providence struck first just a few minutes ago on a four-yard touchdown run by Wise Gordon at 7 to nothing. Nice kick by John Jeter. Got it deep down there. You don't want to give Lewisburg another short field, so a good job of getting it deep and then starting on the 29-yard line. Let's see what Lewisburg does here. Do they want to try to make something happen here in the last 142, or do they want to play close to the vest and not... They get the ball starting the second half. Do. Do that plays into their thought process or not. They are going to spread it out here. Looks like Glover is your quarterback, and Sinclair's next to him. I'm going to hand it off to Sinclair. Sinclair up the middle. He'll get a couple of yards to the 31, maybe the 32. And they have no timeout, so I think you probably just going to see him try to run the, run the clock out. It's interesting. Uh, they may have a couple of, uh, of advantageous matchups there at receiver, and it's one of them has worked for a chunk play already. That's right. They two receivers over six foot, second and a long seven from the 32-yard line, spread formation. Here is Sinclair. He turns it up. He's to the 35. There's maybe a hole there as, uh, yeah, I think, uh, was it Michael Sullivan? Uh, Jonathan Wells actually said, look, I think I'm being held here, and I think the officials agree. Almost took his jersey off of him. But I think the Wichburg was looking at, they popped one of those runs, I think they would have changed their minds and probably tried to pick up some, uh, some points. But I think now with this holding penalty, they're just going to run it out. They'll mark it out. Yeah, Providence, you got two timeouts left. Do you try to hold them like a punt? Maybe just to see if they make a mistake. You're not a quick strike offense, so it's not. Maybe if you had chunk plays in your repertoire, maybe you would think more about it, but who knows? Uh, maybe the snap goes over the punter's head. I mean, anything could happen. Yeah, I think you make them punt the football here. It's a, it'll be second down, so you got two timeouts on second and third down. It does. It'll be second and long from the 21. It's going to be second and about 18, 19 from the 21, so I don't expect I don't expect Wicksburg to get too cute here. No, I think they're going to just yeah. try to run it out or, or throw a screen pass or something short. 58 seconds in the play clock, or the game clock is still running, and Providence has not tried to stop it. They are going to hand it off to Sinclair. Sinclair's going to turn it up to 25, to the 30, to the 35. He's still going to the 39-yard line. He's close to the first down. I think he picked up the first down. Nice run. Definitely made a couple of guys miss. Uh, showed some good balance there. Now, if you're Wicksburg, you get up quick and get on the line of scrimmage and see what you can do. They are uh, looking to get up the line of scrimmage very quickly. 38 seconds and counting here. They're at their own 39-yard line, down 7 to nothing. as the first half is quickly winding down. Here's Glover. Glover looks to throw quickly. He's going to throw a little hitch, and it's caught at the point. Here's a fumble. No, it's incomplete. The officials are saying it's an incomplete pass. So, Lance, it almost looked like he was going to pitch it back because he took steps forward and had the ball low. 
like uh, maybe a hook and ladder play? It very well could have been a hook and ladder. Is they uh, that may have been why the uh, receiver couldn't quite haul it in because he was trying to pitch it. Nonetheless, called an incomplete pass. Clock stops with 23 seconds left. Second and ten from uh, the Wicksburg 39. Panthers have the ball. Red formation, two wide to the left, two to the right. Glover drops back, looking to throw. He's getting pressure, and he's going to get hauled down. Yard line as another sack for the Eagles. This one registered by Greg Youngblood, who gets free and hauls down Glover for a big loss. He didn't have a chance. That's going to be the last play of the half, too. Fortunately for the Panthers, uh, Glover held on to the ball, and uh, that is how the half will end, I believe. Well, they're going to be, looks like a timeout. One second is showing. One second is showing, and the officials have stopped the clock, and now they are... Did Keith call a timeout a lot earlier? Talking. Uh, the officials are going to talk about it, and both teams are staying. Yes, the, uh, Providence did call a timeout. Now I think they're going to put 17 seconds. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't, because you want to call that timeout, make them run one play, call the timeout, and make them punt. Just to see if you can turn them over. Right. Because it's third and forever now. And right now, if you're Wicksburg, you probably run it and make uh, Providence use that timeout. Maybe try to take something that takes seven, eight seconds off the clock. And if you're Providence, you're trying to end this play as quickly as possible and see if you can cause a flub up or something on this punt. Ball is resting at the 28. It's third and, like, uh, gosh, about 27 yards. Now, if you're uh, Wicksburg, are you thinking that Providence is going to stack the line of scrimmage and you make him get something behind him? Well... Uh, I would I would certainly wouldn't be too aggressive if I was Providence. And they, they actually are being pretty aggressive. They don't have these safeties at all. The safeties are resting at the 40-yard line. So they're only about uh, 10-12 yards from the line of scrimmage. So let's see what happens here. They get the left tackle position, and that will back them up five more. So... Even though this has been an entertaining, for there not to be any scoring, uh, a lot of mistakes on both sides here. That I'm sure uh, there may be some paint peeling off the both locker room walls that happen. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, you see Greg Walker and the, the crew out here, you may want to have some buckets of paint waiting to, to go in the locker room after several weeks. That would be a good idea. All right, they're going to mark the ball now at the 23-yard line. 17 seconds showing on the game clock. Left in the first half, 7 nothing. Providence leads Wicksburg. Shotgun formation. Here is Glover, and guess what? That movement again. Close. Free snap. The official is going to the line of scrimmage, and he's saying reset the play clock. So they have reset the play clock. No time off the game clock. It's taken longer to play this last seven seconds in the whole first half. We've had a snag. Here goes Glover, maybe. They're going to hand it off to Sinclair. Sinclair runs it to the right, and he's going to be tackled for no gain. And the clock now stops with 11.1 seconds left as Providence takes its last timeout to force this Wicksburg punt. And, and that's the thing. That's the right thing to do. You make them try to punt the football. They're not necessarily going to try to run the offensive play to score, but they want to see if they can uh, – Either block it or get a bad snap on this thing. It's really, you can go for broke on this punt if you want to. You're up the punter, no harm, no no foul. That's exactly right. 
they're going to talk it over and see. Maybe maybe instead they want to try to set up a uh, return for Grant Weatherford. It's, anything's possible, but uh, might as well see what happens here as the ball is all the way back on the 20, between the 23 and the 24-yard line of Wicksburg as they get ready for this punt. You know, if you're Wicksburg, you got to really be disappointed in this first half. They've had opportunities to outdoor, yeah, not been able to do so, and they're going in trailing. At least seven to nothing. At least Coach Cox can tell his team, you know we're capable, you know we are, and they'll try to motivate them for the second half. Only a touchdown behind. Weatherford is sitting at his 42-yard line here. We'll see if they go after this kick or try to set up the return. Here is the snap. It's a good one. They did go after it, but it's up high in the air. Weatherford's going to let it bounce. It bounces and takes a sideways bounce. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, 1.5 seconds left as the ball bounces dead at the Providence, I'm sorry, the Wicksburg 43-yard line. Wicksburg did a good job of not touching that ball down right away. They let it sit there for a second before they touched it down. But if you're Providence, you just, uh, you see how strong the Clintock farm is. I suppose he to the end zone. I tell you, keep a lookout for Xander Kelly. He's been everywhere tonight. Actually, now he's going off the sidelines. Actually, he's getting the defensive call is what he's doing. Macy of Providence has got a hook and lateral in their uh, playbook. They're going to spread it out. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Gordon is even in the slot himself. Here is McClintock. McClintock is going to get sacked as the final play winds down. And we're going to credit that sack to, I believe, Michael Albertson that gets in there. And that is how the half will end. So Providence sticks it in late in the second quarter. It's the only score of the game. The Eagles lead 7 to nothing at halftime. We will take a three-minute break, and when we come back, we'll talk about this eventful but low-scoring first half right after this. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616, 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. A proud supporter of local high school football. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party. 
because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. All-In Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance from All-In Services. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All-In Services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Visit AllInCU.com to learn more and start saving on your insurance today. Certain restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F. W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. We're at halftime. Providence leads Wicksburg 7 to nothing, And it usually uh, takes me quite a chunk of time to give you the schooling recap from our games, but not long at all tonight. The scoring took place late in the second quarter on a four-yard touchdown run by Wise Gordon. It was set up by a long reception from Hayes Lewis on a third and 17 or 18 as McClintock hit Lewis. Lewis got the first down by about a yard, and that set up the Gordon touchdown run. Other than that, Mark Wicksburg threatened it down at the uh, Providence 16, had a chance to punch it in, but couldn't. Providence's defense rose up and just... uh, other than that, a good defense by both teams and some penalties from uh, from both teams. Yeah, penalties have been the big key to a lot of this. Both of them playing good defense. You're right. They're controlling the line of scrimmage. You know, if you're Wicksburg, you got to be a little disappointed. You got off to a fast start, got the onside kick, and then able to get the interception, not able to put any points on the board. It almost looked like Providence came out flat-footed, if you will, a little bit of sleepwalking. I don't know if they were still enjoying that uh, celebration with the baseball uh, state championship ceremony for the game or not, but uh, it, it took them a while to get going. Tennessee certainly hurt them as well as uh, every time they would get a positive play, they would have a negative penalty that would nullify it. But it looked like in that second quarter that Providence started seeing some things they liked offensively, got in a rhythm, and I think they finally relaxed a little bit and got their feet under them, and they did a good job in that second quarter. It is. Providence, uh, we wondered if Providence would have to change its offense with a, a very dominant player in the defensive interior for Wicksburg and Justin Woodham, and they did. Uh, Providence certainly not, not much running in the first quarter, made some slight adjustments there to try to displace Woodham a little bit, and it worked. As McClintock got some yards on the ground, Gordon found some running room, and... Uh, it led to Providence's only score 
if you're Lynchburg, I know it has to be very frustrating for Coach Josh Cox because I believe he thinks there's some plays there that can work against Providence, and they just couldn't execute them. Providence gave a young quarterback a lot of pressure there in the backfield. There were some drops and then some penalties as well on there. Yeah, they put a lot of pressure on Glover, but his receivers didn't help him a whole lot either. There was about three drop passes uh, that should have been caught. And then the big one to the, the big receiver down there, Morrison, that uh, he just went up over Hayes Lewis and took it away from him. There's some opportunities there. The problem that they're having is that Glover doesn't have time in the pocket to set his feet and throw the football. So uh, they're going to have to get some more protection on him. And I don't know if that's getting another tight end of the game and pulling one of those receivers out and uh, chip blocking a little bit and trying to give him a little more time. Uh, but uh, they're going to have to complete some passes, I think, to open it up because Providence right now, defense is just pinning their ears back and coming in, and uh, they're just stopping the stone cold. Wicksburg does get the ball to start the second half. I know Coach Cox will want to try to set the tone offensively, but conversely, I'm sure Kenny Keith is telling his defense, look, we can really, really, really get get things going in our direction if you hold them on that first possession, get some good field position, and stick it in the end zone in what appears to be a, uh, a game with, points tough to come by you get up by more than one score and it'll be really hard absolutely you're right and uh you know probably got to be careful also not to just uh you know be too aggressive on defense and give up something behind them uh coach cox is certainly going to be looking at that as they come out of the second half uh, but, uh, you know, you're right. One more score, and you feel like Providence is in good shape with a 14-point lead. Uh, Wicksburg, they need to have their chances in the first half. They've got to come out in the second half and just uh, start all over and play football from the beginning like it's 0-0. Zero zero. Thus far in our high school football coverage here on the ball, we've seen one team considerably better than the other throughout throughout our broadcast. Uh, I'm not, not sure this is the case here. It's two pretty well-matched teams. Thus far, Providence has just been able to execute a little bit better than Wicksburg, so it should be a very entertaining second half. We are at halftime. Speaking of entertainment, the Golden Regiment of Wicksburg is entertaining the folks here at Providence. We will take this two-minute break. When we come back, we'll give you some scores from around the wiregrass right after this. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aw. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Miss Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. 
Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services. With signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. Or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org slash nursing. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. Halftime here at Providence. The Eagles lead Wicksburg 7 to nothing. Nice performance from the Wicksburg Golden Regiment Band. And now the Providence cheerleaders are being introduced at halftime here. A beautiful night here as well. Just the sunset was perfect as we kicked off and good night for football. Got some scores from around the Wiregrass, Mark? I do. Pike County over Geneva, 6 to nothing to half. A little surprising score there. Geneva's hanging with them pretty good. That's right. Geneva lost to Providence last week. I think it was like 41 to 16. Off in front of Houston Academy, and this game is at Houston Academy, off leading 15 to nothing, and they're still in the second quarter. New Brockton over Central of Hainville, 13 to 6. They're still in the second quarter. Sampson and Goshen are tied 7 to 7 at the half. We've got uh, Enterprise over Smith Station, 21-14. to 14. They're at the half. Smith Station's the second half team. Don't worry about that one, Lance. Uh, Ayrton over Houston County, 42-6. to six. We saw Houston County a couple of weeks ago here at Providence, and they were struggling then and seemed, still seem to be struggling offensively. Slocum, one point better than Strawn, 14-13 at the half. Ashford over Dale County, 21-11, still in the second quarter. And then last night, Park Crossing over... The Dothan Wolves, 42-27. to Only other score I have right now from the Wiregrass Trinity leads Headland 30 to nothing at halftime. But going back to the Dothan game last night, 36-7. to uh, Park Crossing just really got out to a very comfortable lead early. Dothan was able to put a couple of late touchdowns on. The final ended up 42-27. to Uh I, I told our listeners on on my show yesterday not to be deceived by Park Crossing's 0-3 record. They played three really yeah. good teams and only had lost to Clay Charleville by five points. And Clay had beaten Dothan by 23 earlier in the season. So you hear that uh, Dothan got beat by an 0-3 team. That's not uh, that can be pretty deceiving. That's a tough team they played last time. Absolutely, and you know it's an emotional game. Coach Ryder, he he coached up there, and I know he wanted to go to Montgomery and have a good showing up there. And certainly Dothan was looking to take control of that region as they are 2-0 and in region play, and uh, we're looking for another big win. Uh, but uh, they're doing well. It's, they're, they're doing very well for this uh, first year with the consolidated school. Before another score here um, from, well, it's not from the Wiregrass, but Dothan played Wetumpka earlier in the season. Wetumpka leads 35-7 to over Calera as they start the third quarter. Uh, we just were talking about Piedmont. As a matter of fact, that Providence wanted a chance to play for a state championship last year, Piedmont and uh, Pleasant Valley. I think actually that score was from last week, which Piedmont won 28 to nothing. So uh, as we get other scores in from around the Wiregrass, we will keep them coming to you. Right now, we will take a two-minute break. We've got some games tomorrow to talk about, and we will do that right after this two-minute break. 
Summer is winding down, but the savings are heating up at Action of Dothan. Take advantage of 12% below MSRP on the 2019 GMC Yukon XL. Total savings of 9657 Drive away in the 2019 GMC Acadia with 16% below MSRP or total savings of 8248 Shop the Summer Savings Event at Action of Dothan. Shop in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Are you ready for action? Action Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616, 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back. We're still at halftime. Providence leads Wicksport 7 to nothing, and we'll be ready for the third quarter in just a few minutes. One more score you may be interested in. Northside Methodist leads Pike Liberal Arts 22-7 to at the half. Tomorrow, Alabama, big favorites against South Carolina. Auburn, big favorites against uh, Kent State. But the, the good game, the really competitive game, is going to take place just up the road in Troy, Alabama, where Southern Miss comes to town. Troy is just a two-point favorite. These two teams battle for a lot of the same talent, Mark, uh, and a lot, of course, the administration and the coach, uh, Troy. There's a lot of familiarity with the Southern Miss program, so it should be a very good game tomorrow. It should be. They they need to play every year. This is a good rivalry. Uh, Certainly Southern Miss remembers uh, what is it, five years ago when Troy went over there in a monsoon Mm -hmm. and uh, pulled out the win after Southern Miss had gone up to Kentucky and beat all knocked off Kentucky earlier in the year. So uh, the, two good schools, two good programs. You, you're right, there's a lot of uh, overlapping there. Uh, the uh, the Wild kid that played at uh, Southern Miss is at Troy now playing his uh, uh, graduate year over mm-hmm. there. Uh, of course, his father was uh, he's at Laverne right now, and he was at uh, Elbin, won a state championship. But there's a lot of, of intertwining there. The head trainer for Southern Miss is from Elba. So uh, there's a lot that, that goes on that both teams have a lot in, a lot of uh, interaction there. And uh, I think there's a lot of respect for both teams. Uh, I, I certainly believe it's going to be a good game, going to be a competitive game. It should be a good crowd up there tomorrow. There's not a lot of, like you said, good games on TV. 
And uh, so this is as good a game as there's going to be in the area. I agree. And um, Caleb Barker, of course, quarterback now for Troy. Uh, He was hurt last year, so we saw a lot of Sawyer Smith. Speaking of Sawyer Smith, he transferred out, went to the transfer portal, wound up in Kentucky. And Kentucky starting quarterback Terry Wilson goes down last week. So now Sawyer Smith gets his first Power 5 start, and he does it against the Florida Gators. Should be a very interesting game there. Florida has a quarterback in his own that you're just not quite sure what you're going to get. Right? And so it's a, it's a tough way to uh, to start for Smith, but I'm sure he's very excited, very nervous, and if Kentucky can win the line of scrimmage in that game, which they did last year against Florida, who knows uh, what Sawyer Smith may be able to do. Sawyer Smith can throw the deep ball very well. I'm a little biased. He did a good job last year when he came in at Troy. Uh, able to uh, not miss a beat and led that team to a bowl victory over Buffalo down in Mobile. Uh, you know, so I, you can't take him lightly. I would imagine there was a phone call made to uh, Neil Brown mm-hmm. at some point during this week to ask, because uh, Neil Brown was offensive coordinator in Kentucky, went to Troy, Sawyer Smith was his quarterback last year when Caleb Barker went down. I'm sure they, they had a conversation, 80 grand or somebody did, to talk about what uh, Sawyer Smith does well and what kind of plays they got in these calls. Kickoff for the Troy game is at 5 o'clock, and tickets are available. You can go to the gate and grab them there. Should be a good day. Good weather is expected as well. We hope either way you will listen to it right here on the ball. Kickoff is at 5, as we said, pregame here on the ball at 4.45. Alabama goes to South Carolina, a 25-and-a-half-point favorite. I suppose this will be the best team that Alabama has played thus far, at least on paper, they're better than Duke, and it is a true road game, so there there are some things here that kind of make it a little bit intriguing, even though the game is not expected to be close. Yeah, it really shouldn't be. The last time Alabama went up there was in 2010, they got beat by Garcia and that bunch up in South Carolina. What that means about tomorrow is nothing, because I think Alabama will go in there and, uh, you know, they'll flex their muscles. South Carolina may be in there in that game for a quarter. When you're starting a freshman quarterback against that Alabama defense, you're, you really are you are looking at uh, a long day. Both teams are actually out here warming up, but there is supposed to be a designated three-minute warm-up period coming up in about a minute and a half. I am assuming Alabama High School Athletic Association rules say they need to take it. Uh, we'll, we'll see if indeed they do. Uh, well, it seemed like a little bit longer halftime yeah. because both teams were stopped on the way out, and as you pointed out, you can't start the 20-minute clock until the last player leaves the field. So it, it seemed like a little bit longer time than, than normal. That's correct. So we may be on the verge of starting the second half here. We'll play at Bayer. We didn't talk about Auburn. They've got Kent State, the 32-and-a-half-point favorites. Again, it's not about the opponent for Auburn, Mark. It's about Auburn. Will they be able to uh, have uh, an offensive line that consistently wins the line of scrimmage in this game? Will they have, have some healthy receivers? Uh, just some question marks on offense that they need to work on before Texas A&M looming next Yeah, week. I'm not sure if it's a combination of Gus Malzahn just has not gotten in a rhythm calling plays again or if they just are not executing the plays that he's calling. But they certainly need a confidence builder. Bo Nix needs a good game. He's not played bad. He's done well for a true freshman. But they really need to show some consistency and build some confidence in this game. Defense played like that right here. Yeah, not, not not really a lot you can say about the defense. I mean, they, they'll it, keep them in any game. It just goes much. out and does its job. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And 
but the question is offense. And uh, when we uh, when we are back here next Friday night uh, talking college football during halftime, we'll definitely have an interesting game to talk about there. So they blew the horn here uh, for the end of the first half. Now they have set three minutes, and we will have a mandatory three-minute runoff here, I suppose. But Providence has already warmed up, and they're on the sidelines ready to Yeah, they're ready to the ball. <laughs> I tell you what, let's go ahead and take a two-minute break, and when we come back, we'll be ready for third-quarter action right here on the ball. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. All in Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance from All In Services. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All In Services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Visit allincu.com to learn more and start saving on your insurance today. Certain restrictions apply federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Falk would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1818-673. 1818. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. We're ready for the start of the third quarter. Providence leads Weeksburg 7 to nothing. They've been ready to start. They have. <laughs> yeah. And Alabama High School Athletic Association rules require a three-minute warm-up period at the end of halftime. Well, both teams came out. There, there, was, no second, um, there was no second band to perform out at uh, at halftime, so both teams came out warmed up. Six seven minutes left to go in the halftime, and they were ready and done with the warm up before the three minute period. But I suppose rules are rules. Because uh, you can't keep calling to kick her over, John Jeter to talk to him. The Eagles will be kicking off. Maybe if he saw something, there's a there's a big hole. If you kick it about 25 yards down the field, there's a big, big, big hole there. Wickford is looking for the squid kick or the onside kick. They are, and uh, Kenny Keith came and said something to John Jeter. We're ready for third quarter action here. As a Jeter did kick it hard on the ground, it took a double hop. It'll be caught at 21 to the 29 yard line, and that is where the Receiver will be smothered under, and that is where Wicksburg will start possession here in the third quarter. Yeah, nice coverage by Providence on that kickoff. As it looked like that uh, 
Harrison Mims was down there on the tackle. First and 10 for Wicksburg at the 29-yard line. We've seen a little bit of a wildcat, Walter Sinclair, quarterback. We've seen Jackson Glover take most of the snaps, and he's been harassed an awful lot. Hasn't had much time to throw tonight. He did have a big chunk play on a 50-50 ball. It's really Wicksburg's only big chunk play thus far. We'll spread it out. A little bit more of a wingback look here. It's going to be a run up the middle, and it'll get about two yards. Yeah, that's not uh, Jackson. That's quarterback. That's, uh, yeah, that was Sinclair at quarterback, and I think Glover took the handoff on that one as they kind of alternated doing that. And now I believe is that Glover that's down? Yeah, I believe you lied. No. I'm not sure. Hyman. Let's see. No. Well, we'll just wait and see who who that is, but nonetheless, first play of the uh, third quarter, we do have a Wicksburg player down. Both teams have taken a knee. Looks like one of the receivers is taller than this, but I'm not sure. Okay, all right. Uh, the um, injured player is uh, Bo Sellers. He's an offensive lineman. He's a sophomore, six foot one, 238 pounds, the program, and they have him uh, on, on his back now and taking a look at him. So you hate to see that, obviously, any time. Uh, first play of the of the quarter, certainly they're taking a look and hoping that there is nothing serious there. Yeah, he's got his legs up under him now, and they're going to pick him up. They do have him a seated position, and now they have him up. Good round of applause from both the Wicksburg and Providence fans here, and the Sellers will walk off under his own power, so that's a good sign. Wicksburg looks like the Coach Cox is going to want to come and try to uh, grind out the ball as he first played from scrimmage and get another running play. Didn't pick up much yardage. It's going to it'll be a gain of a long one short two, so second and nine from the 31-yard line statistically. They'll let Sellers get off the field there, and they'll start the play clock and get this next play underway. Got... Uh, Sinclair looks like your quarterback here on this play, and maybe that is Glover behind him. It's a different offensive formation than we saw in the first half. As a movement again, we did have from that wingback. We had a wingback-looking formation here, and uh, one of the wingbacks moved, and they'll back it up five. I think that was Octavius um, Sherman. You put Sinclair at quarterback, the problem is that's a signal that they're going to run the football, that they're not going to try to throw a whole lot because he's not a passing quarterback. In the first half, we saw basically two wide left, two wide right. Well, we've seen those uh, slot guys get in more of a wingback-looking position. They are diagonal to the line of scrimmage instead of lined up right on the line of scrimmage. Now they're breaking that, it looks like. And now Lover's got the quarterback. And now there's more of a traditional look. Three wide to the right, two to the left, empty backfield. Here's some motion. It's going to be a handoff, and it's not going to go anywhere as uh, they'll get back. Uh, well, it's not going to go anywhere. They got about uh, two, three yards on it. Their running back was Alexander Gozarek, but it's still going to be third and long. It's actually a pass play. It's a little jet sweep as they kind of toss it forward to him as he comes around. But you're right. Providence snuffed that one out and uh, had penetration to stop it. Ball's on the 26-yard line. It's third and 13. Early in the second quarter, Wicksburg with the ball at their own 26. Providence leads 7 to nothing. Glover, it looks like a quarterback. He's getting the players in position. Three wide to the left, two to the right. 
Strong side. They're going to look to throw it one-on-one, and it is going to overthrow everybody. And, again, a little bit of miscommunication on the route because you had the receiver go about uh, – 20 yards down the field and either slow down greatly or stop, and Glover thought he was going to continue. Yeah, it almost looks like he's throwing to a spot, Lance, and not to the player, because he just reared up and threw it out there as far as he could. Providence was bringing a little bit more pressure. They walked those linebackers back up again and were coming at him, but uh, he had time if he would have just set his feet. We've seen a handful of uh, miscommunications here between the quarterback and receivers on what route is supposed to be run here, and Lining up we'll see uh, how that continues to go throughout the game. Grant Weatherford back to field this front at about his own 39. It is an angled kick. It is low. It almost hits. Hey, look. Yeah, the ball is on the ground. Is it covered by Wishburg? No, I think Lewis got it. How fortunate is that? It was a line drive front, and about the time Hayes Lewis looked up at his own 40, or at the Wicksburg 48, it hit him on the leg. There was a scramble for the ball, and Lewis was able to dive on it. So it's first and ten, Providence. Do you think Westbrook played that they're trying to punt it at the gunner down through there? Because he punted it down through that side over there. I'm not sure. I think at the very most, he was just trying to kick it away from Weatherford and and kick it you know to the sideline angle. But it certainly hit Lewis right in the leg. Here's McClintock to Gordon from the 47. He just bowls his way forward. He'll get uh, three, maybe four, to the 43-yard line of Wicksburg and bring up about second and six or seven. Yeah, just a power play, one of the bread-and-butter plays. And four yards, you'll take that every time if you're Providence, especially if you can run the clock as well. They'll mark it at the 44-yard line of Wicksburg and maybe just a kind of a test to see how that uh, – Who's going to win the line of scrimmage on that play? Now, will they continue to try to go between the tackles, or will they try to pop this one outside somewhere? Here's some motion. It's going to stay straight inside the tackles, and here's Wise Gordon again. This one will only go for about two, bring up about a third and five for the Eagles early. Wicksburg did a nice job of stopping him in the hole. Let him pick up a, a minimal amount of yardage. Falls at the 42-yard line. Maybe, I don't know if you're thinking four-down territory. You're probably not if they don't get many yards. Yeah, I think, I think you're trying, trying to, yeah. 8.45 and counting here early in the third quarter. Providence leads Wicksburg 7 to nothing. Tight formation for the Eagles. McClintock takes the snap, hands it off to Gordon again. Gordon tries to bounce it outside. The 40, the 35. The 30, makes the man miss the 25, the 20, the 15, and they'll be hauled down at the court. I'm going to talk about a late activity, a late part of asset. They're going to say it's a recovered fumble. Justin Woodham chased Gordon down, recovered a fumble. They're going to call a flag on Providence, so I'm sure that will be declined. And it's going to be Wicksburg's ball at the 14-yard line. This flag was either some sort of... Um, a block or something like that on a, it's a personal foul. Uh, I'm not sure what that uh, what that motion is. And he put he put two fists together. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what it was either. I don't know, uh, but nonetheless, declined. It'll be Wicksburg ball at the 14. So we rarely, rarely see Gordon give up the ball when he's getting these extra yards. But a great play by Woodham and the other Wicksburg defenders to not give up, chase him down, right. cough up the ball, and pounce on it. But we noticed in the first half he was carrying the ball away from his body some, and uh, he just uh, put it on the ground. And you're right, you don't see that from him very often. 
And Woodham will play um, right guard here on offense as well. Here's a tight formation for Wicksburg. It's going to be a handoff to Sinclair. Sinclair may be lucky to get back to the 14-yard line. Good play there by Providence. Yeah, Providence is doing a good job of just getting penetration on that offensive line. And you're not seeing a, a burst in that offense for Wicksburg. It's almost like they're getting it and expecting to get tackled. Ball resting between the 14 and the 15 of Wicksburg. Eight minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Wicksburg trails Providence 7 to nothing. Trying to march down the field here and tie this game. Jackson Glover is your quarterback here. Sinclair is your tailback. Kind of a pistol formation here for Wicksburg. It'll be Sinclair right up the middle. Not much there. He'll fall forward. Well, he, he loses he out of it. about the 20, so he'll gain about four or five yards there. He'll bring him about third and five. Yeah, there's nothing tricky about that. They just lined up and ran it straight at him. Yep. Maybe one of those situations where Coach Cox has said, look, everything else we tried just isn't working. Let's see if we can just run it right at him. And you're right, they're not getting any consistency or any rhythm on that offensive side of the ball. A big third down here. It is. It's a momentum play, really, for both teams here early in the third quarter. Ball resting between the 19 and the 20. Third and about five. Here is a end around to, let's see, it's, it's going to be very close to a first down. I think he picked it up. The end around to Arcadius Shipman. I think they're going to spot it. Yeah, he got it. He's marked it past the 25-yard line, so it will be a first down for Wicksburg. Only five yards. I don't know if they're bringing it back now. Yeah. yeah. It was just enough. If I about the length of the football, but they will give them a first down at the 25. And Shipman was able to get just enough on the outside to gain five yards and get a first down. Tied formation. Here is Sinclair up the middle. Gets two yards to the 27. Some extracurricular activity again, but no flag. As a couple of guys outside the pile were going at it after the whistle. I think you're right. I think Coach Cox is just saying that we're going to try to muscle up here and just uh, play power football. That's basically what we've seen from Wicksburg uh, here. Gain of maybe two, second and eight from the 27. As, uh, let's see who is going to take the snap. Glover's going to take it. Tight formation. Sinclair to his left. Here's motion. It's going to be an end around again. As in, let's see, that's not Sinclair. It's going to be to about the 31-yard line, gain of about four, as uh, Alexander Guzarek is the running back. Injured uh, Wicksburg player on the Providence bench. Indeed, all the way, uh, that, that play went all the way out of bounds, and there was just a whole sea of, of players that, uh, that were all gathered around the ball carrier there, and now there is a, a Wicksburg player that is down. And they're attending to him there. Again, both player, both teams take a knee. The, just right now, no way of knowing exactly what they're looking at. So we will not speculate. So if you're Wicksburg or you lull them to sleep a little bit and they're going to hit the big, big one. Pass, I, don't, I don't know that you can drive the ball, you know, 70 yards down the field. So we've already got another big third down play coming up as soon as uh, – we resume play here. They are um, looking at the lower lower body here of this player who is down. So I believe it was the running back. Is it Sinclair? Uh, can't tell. Can't tell here. Uh, the 
the ball carrier was Alexander Gazarek. I'm not quite sure if that is who is down. He's back up to his feet now. And he's going to be helped off. And I believe that is Gazarek as uh, he's unable to put any weight on uh, on that foot now. Yeah, you hate to see that. Absolutely. And hopefully they'll, they'll be able to tend to him and uh, it will not be that serious. Gazarek had his... Uh, Hands on the ball a few times in the first half, so he certainly is someone they were not afraid to, uh, to put the ball in his hand, so that's a tough loss for the Panthers. As uh, obviously they do have a next man up mentality at Wicksburg, and certainly someone will be taking his place, but they now have Gazarek on the bench there. Unless you certainly can't lose Coach Cox on the sideline over there. He's got those white, yellow pants, so I guess gold pants. I'm not yeah, sure what. Came all the way over to check on Gazarek, and you could you could uh, certainly see him from uh, from one of the satellites up 23,000 miles above the Earth. I'd like to see you dress like that one Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this dress. 35 from the 30-yard line, two wide to the right. Here is Sinclair. He keeps it himself. He's not going to get there. He gets back to the 30, maybe inches out a half yard, and that will bring up fourth and four. That will force a punt for the Panthers, stuffed out very well by the Providence I defense. think Coach Cox is just frustrated right now. He can't get anything to go. And uh, they're going to have to pass the football. Based on what we've seen from Providence over these past couple of years, you're just not going to get them terribly out of position on running play. You're not. And the, the problem with, with this is that, you know, Providence is one play away from scoring a touchdown. If you go down 14, that's going to make it a hard kill to climb. Weatherford back. Here's the snap. They're going to kick it off. It's blocked. It's blocked. You got it. It's going to fall to the 31-yard line. And uh, Providence is going to have very good field position. It looks like maybe the eagle that got a hand on that punt was Cole Smith, and it falls dead at the 31-yard line. That's where Providence will take over. There were two Eagles that ran to get that punt, and I think well, Smith Holland, was the first one there. Holland Harris was there, and then he just got cleaned out. He did. By one of the Wicksburg players, and I'm not sure why that won a penalty. Well, then no whistle had blown, and the ball was live at that point, so I, I suppose that's, uh, that's fair as long as the, the hit was not a target or anything, and no whistle had blown yet. The so. were talking over at the Wicksburg sideline. But basically, it was yeah. just a block punt that rolled dead at the 31-yard line. And that's where Providence will take over. Very good field position. Well, when you're punting the way they are, they're punting low. Yeah. And it's line drop punt, so you don't have to get all the way to him. If you can get your hands up, you can knock it down. Drop the ball down. Go high at all. Here's McClintock from the 31. He's going to hand off to Gordon. Gordon cuts it up. He'll get forward to the 25-yard line, a gain of maybe six on the play. 444 and counting here in the third quarter. Providence leads 7 to nothing, and they have the ball pretty deep in Wicksburg territory. The coaches didn't have to say anything to Wise Gordon when he came off about that fumble. He, he does it to himself, and he's a determined runner right now. He wants to make up for that fumble. No doubt, second and five, maybe four from the 25-yard line. 424 and counting. McClintock from the shotgun, tight formation. Gordon to his left. They're going to give it to him again. He's going to cut it up. 
He's going to fall forward right at the first down marker. We'll see if he got it. I think he got it. It looks like they're going to mark him. Yeah, they're going to play first down. Ball's between the 21 and the 20-yard line. That's where he needed to get for a first down. They're going to move the chains. It'll be first and 10, statistically, from the 20-yard line. And it, Well, we're seeing this from both teams. Both teams are just lining up and running right out. That's right. Providence has been a little more successful since about middle way through the second quarter on. McClintock hands off inside, and it's not going anywhere. Hayes Lewis is going to be brought down. Really good play there. As, uh, yeah, that play looked out of sync. It almost looked like that Providence moved early. No penalty flag, but uh, it, it didn't look like it. It didn't look good from the get-go. It looked like that was Reese Martin that chased down Hayes Lewis there in the backfield. It'll be a loss of a yard. Second and 11 from the 22. It's a big play here for Providence. If they can get it close enough to at least try a field goal, 10 points is a lot of points lot here of in this game. Gordon is to McClintock's right. He comes to his left, takes the handoff. First through to the 15. Twist. The 10. He's a big tackle. He's in the end zone. Wide Gordon. Touchdown. Touchdown Eagles. A 22-yard touchdown run for Wise Gordon. Does put the Eagles up. Two scores, 13 and nothing pending this extra point. Did a nice job of cutting it up. He spun off a two would-be tacklers. They didn't slow him down and uh, make it up for the fumble. I was going to say, you think he was a little determined after that fumble? Of course, that's how he runs on every day. But uh, he uh, he broke through a couple of couple of tackles. That I'm sure Wicksbury thought this was going to be about a five or six-yard game before you know it. He's 22 yards into the end zone. Jeter on the extra point. It's up. It is good. So, Providence gets that all-important second score here. 3-10 left to go in the third quarter. 14-0. We'll be back with more action right here after this one-minute break on the ball. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Style 93. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business. Apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back. Kickoff about to happen here for Providence after the second touchdown of the night for the Eagles. A 22-yard touchdown run from Wise Gordon set up by a block punt for the Eagles. And that makes it 14 to nothing here. 310 left to go in the third quarter. Jeter getting ready to kick this one off. It is a squibber right up the middle. It hits a Panther and is falling on at the 30-yard line, so that's that's pretty much what Providence wanted to happen there, and that's where Wicksburg will take over. All right, a little pressure now on the Wicksburg offense. They haven't been able to put anything together here tonight. They're down 14. They're going to start pressing a little bit. They've got to make something happen, and that's when turnovers happen. That's right. It's, I think it does change the complexion of the game being a two-score game now, even with a whole lot of football left to play. Yeah, if you're Wicksburg, you want to get to the fourth quarter only down seven if you can. Absolutely. 
Actually, you'd like to tie it up. Well, yeah. yeah, of course, anything can happen. But certainly, you you want to you want to have plenty of time to try to get that second score. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Sinclair next to Glover here from the shotgun. Glover takes the snap, drops back, looks to throw down the right sideline. There's nothing there. He throws it out of bounds. Uh, really didn't have much there and didn't want to take the sack. Probably a smart play. Yeah, it was. Had no chance to complete it. Providence, again, putting good pressure on the young man. He's just a 10th grader. Hadn't played a lot of football. Didn't play last year. He did really well on 7-0-7 during the summer. But a lot different, different when you got uh, some Providence defenders chasing you. Indeed. It'll be second and 10 from the 30-yard line now. Basically the same formation here for Glover, except he had Sinclair to his right. He's going to look to throw again, looks down the right sideline. It's a quick hitch, and it's caught at the 40. That'll be a first down for for Wicksburg. Good catch there by the receiver for Wicksburg, which is a Clayton Morrison. He had the big chunk play earlier in the first half. Nice throw, too. He set his feet, and he just followed through on his throw. Got it there with a little bit of steam on it. Nice play. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Sinclair near Glover here. First and ten from the 40. It's going to be a run. And uh, Sinclair tries to get outside. Now cuts it back inside to the 45. Breaks a few tackles to the 47. Fun run there for Walter Sinclair, and he gets seven yards out of it. And they've got to run the football. They just can't wear back and throw on every down. They've got to keep trying to run the football some, but keep calling it back a little bit. Indeed. That'll bring up second and about three from the 47-yard line. Good run by Walter Sinclair. Just has been a lot of rushing room there for Wicksburg tonight. Spread it out. Will Wicksburg, Glover, gets ready to take the snap. He does. Looks to throw. Looks left. Nothing there. He's going to run. And he's going to try to throw it away through the parallel to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's that's not a didn't go past the line of scrimmage. That's right. The ball has to go past the line of scrimmage, which would have been six, seven yards from where it went out of bounds. That will be a loss of down and the ball all the way back to where the penalty occurred at the 39. So instead of second and three, you're looking at third and about 11. It was the right idea. He just couldn't get his body turned around and throw it away. And you know, sophomores will, will make actually five yards from that for that right there, so it's going to be third and 16. But, yes, a 10th grader is going to sometimes make mistakes like that. And now that brings a third and very long for Wicksburg. Had a little momentum there. They got the first down, and yeah, they did. Yeah. 157 left to go here in the third quarter. Providence leads 14 to nothing. Let's see if they can find that one-on-one matchup that they, they've been trying to find throughout the game. They've only been successful one time. It's going to be a little hitch, and it's going to go through the hands of the receiver. There was nothing there anyway. Morrison uh, was going to catch the yard or two behind the line of scrimmage, and there were two Providence defenders waiting there to try to bring Morrison down. So I don't think that was going to go anywhere, and that will force another punt. Yeah, that's about the fourth time he's had a receiver just drop it. But you're right, it wasn't going anywhere if he caught it. We, if you've watched a lot of Auburn football, you've seen that play a lot. And it's a little, just a little uh, bubble screen up there. A bubble screen. And uh, just couldn't connect there. Grant Weatherford is back at his own 34 to try to field this punt. Remember, the last one was blocked, and that set up Providence the second score. Looks like they may be angling to the left sideline here. They go after it. It's short, and this time it does not hit a Providence defender. 
as Weatherford makes a run at it like he's going to touch it. That forces Wicksburg to down it at the 41-yard line. That's where Providence will take over. Braves playing that ball almost like it's a design low punt to try to hit somebody. There were a couple of uh, Providence guys running down the field there doing what they were supposed to do, and the ball never got more than six feet above the above the ground, and it very easily could have hit one of those two Providence defenders. Maybe you're right. Nonetheless, first and 10 from the 41. 144 left to go in the third quarter. Providence leads 14 to nothing. They've got momentum here. This has been Providence's quarter. The big defensive stand here for Wicksburg. They can't allow any more points in this game. High formation for the Eagles. McClintock at shotgun. Gordon to his left. It's a fake inside handoff, and they had that snuffed easy. McClintock tried to keep that fake, and uh, Reese Martin was in there to drop McClintock for a loss of about five yards. Yeah, they tried to fake it inside, and uh, it looked almost like a little bit of an option action. As McClintock was going to come around here on this right side of the offensive line, but uh, like you said, it was snuffed out right away. So that'll bring up second and about 16 for. That changes your offensive perspective. I totally agree. Up two scores, trying to be probably a little bit conservative here. McClintock is going to hand it to Gordon. Gordon tries to go for right tackle. He's going to be contacted, but fall forward to the 41-yard line. He'll get about six yards. They'll bring it close to the original line of scrimmage, third and 10 or 11. I think you really just want to get this thing to the fourth quarter now, see if you can't run this third quarter clock out. They'll mark it at the 40, so it will be third and 11 for Providence. And the game clock in the third quarter now under 40 seconds. 19-18 on the play clock. Don't try to get too cute here. Too wide to the right. That's not the worst thing you could do. Here's McClintock. He's going to fake the short hitch. He's going to throw along to Weatherford. Weatherford catches him. No, he drops it at the 30-45 yard line. It would have been a first down. One of those deals. Weatherford, he play. had him, and uh, Weatherford just dropped it. He was looking to run before he caught the ball and didn't look it all the way in, and it was a good throw by McClintock. Safe throw, and uh, unfortunately they couldn't connect. That would have been the third, third and very long they would have uh, successfully gotten and unfortunately couldn't convert that one. That stops the clock as well with 22.7 seconds to go here in the third. So far, Jake Smith's done a very good job of kicking it away from Patrick Murray. He's dangerous back there. Let's see what happens here. This one gets closer to him, but he's going to let it bounce. Now he now he tries to pick it up. He takes it. He takes it. He picks it up. The officials are going to blow it dead, though. Uh, at the uh, 10-yard line, it looked like he touched that ball. Now, he, he got away with it like he didn't. So, you know, it was a deal where it bounced about five yards away from Murray. I thought he was going to catch it. It bounced at the 20, and he ran up. looked like he was going to get on the first top, and it went past him at an angle that sort of made it look like maybe it did touch him. And then he chased after the ball like, uh-oh. Well, uh, then, he 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 back. then he pulled back like maybe, the, maybe I didn't. Uh, uh, Providence defender came and picked it up at the 10 to take it to the end zone, and that's when the officials blew it dead. So they didn't see Murray touch it. Maybe he didn't, and now Wicksburg has the ball yeah. at the 10. 90 yards to go for a touchdown, so if you're Providence, you got to like that. More than likely the last play of the third quarter coming up right here, 10.7 seconds showing on the game clock. First and 10 from the 10. Here is Weber. He's going to hand off to Sinclair. Sinclair finds the hole. 15, 16, 17-yard line, gave him about seven, and that is how the third quarter will end. So the um, 
precious, precious points here in this game, and Providence gets the crucial second score here to go up 14 to nothing. We'll be back with fourth quarter action after this one-minute break right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Want to take your nursing career in a new direction? Southeast Health is hiring 30 nurses in 30 days the entire month of September for med surge, critical care, and emergency services. With signing bonuses up to $15,000, depending on experience. To interview, just walk in any Wednesday in September between 8 and 5 p.m. Or schedule an interview on another weekday. For details, visit southeasthealth.org slash nursing. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. We're ready to start the fourth quarter here. It'll be second in about four or maybe even three for Wicksburg here on their own 17-yard line. Down 14 to nothing. Here is Snap. It's going to be a straight handoff to Sinclair. He's going to fall forward to the... 19-yard line. He'll be short of the first down by a yard or two, so it'll bring up third and short. You know, it's funny. We haven't had a lot of third and shorts in this game. No, we haven't. No, we've only had a couple the whole game. You usually have 15 or 16. We just haven't. That's just how the game has flowed. There's been a lot of uh, second and third and longs in this game. They've gone to the bubble screen in this situation before. You wonder if they're going to do that again. Third and about two from the 18. Got to get just past the 20 for the first down. It's going to be a a run up the middle, and it's going to be a first down more than likely for Sinclair. And they are going to move the chain. So just enough for that first down. That will keep the clock moving, which Providence is okay with. If if it's hard to get a first down every time, Providence will be able this is going to be a 17-play drop, for which Providence is fine with that, because they're going to run some clock. First down in 10 yards. First and 10 from the 21. Three wides to the right, one to the left. Glover, quarterback, Sinclair, Nick, and I called timeout. There was a player for Wicksburg that didn't know which side of the field to line up on, and a lot of frustration there. That's going to force what may be a, a big timeout that, Wicksburg won't have later on in the quarter, especially if they're able to put it on the board. So, and, and, it's, and I keep saying it, but the deeper we get in this game, the more pressure it's going to put on Wicksburg because they've got to get points, and uh, that's when turnovers seem to happen. Very true, very true. You, you press sometimes, and you get a little bit outside yourself when you know you got to get a quick score to have a chance of getting that second one. But better to... Uh, Better to take a time out there than to get behind the chains because, as we've seen in this game, it's been very difficult for Wicksburg to, to convert when they've been pushed back by penalties. That's right. You know, I've been very impressed with the Providence defense here tonight as they have uh, they've been bending a little bit, and, and Wicksburg got into deep in the territory a couple of times, but uh, they really haven't gotten close enough to threaten a score so far on this Providence defense. 
So it's still first and 10 from the 21-yard line. As the timeout is over, both teams are lining back to the line of scrimmage. Two wide to the right, one to the left for Wicksburg. Glover looks to throw. Now he's going to have to run. He's going to be hauled down to the 16-yard line. Good defensive play there. There just wasn't anywhere to throw. There was nowhere to run. Good play there by Jackson Herring for Providence. Yeah, they had two receivers stacked on this near sideline, and they were running a little bit of a split route, and uh, there's just no time for Glover to get the ball away. Providence has put too much pressure on him. That'll bring it back. They're going to mark it at the 15-yard line, so it is second and 16 from the 15. Wicksburg is just too one-dimensional, Lance. They, uh, they're, they're trying to throw the football, but no success at it. That's right, and there may be a couple of situations where they'll, like we said throughout the game, where they have some matchup advantages. They just can't find a way to get them to it. Is this going to be another timeout? Oh, another timeout. And Cox is not happy with somebody. Somebody, again, is not lining up where they're supposed to, or there may have been an extra player in the huddle, but he's, and he's, he's getting out somebody. This is the third game of the season. We can't have this. That's exactly right. Those are mistakes that you make early on, and you, you uh, press those out by the time you get to the the meat of your region schedule, and I know he can't be happy about that. So two timeouts. With the score like it is, he can't afford to waste the play either, so he's got to call that timeout and get him in the right formation. It is just 14 to nothing, but in a in a game like that where it's just the yards have been difficult to come by, it feels more yeah. than that, and I'm sure that that can change in a heartbeat. Uh, one big play can wrestle the momentum in another direction, but right now I'm sure Panthers are very frustrated. They just haven't been able to get anything going consistently tonight. Well, Providence has got to feel like if they don't give up a, a big play on defense, they're in really good shape. Wicksburg's going to have to drive the field twice to tie. Correct. And it is second and 16 now. After two timeouts on this possession, two wide to the right. To the left, Sinclair next to Glover here. It's going to be a reverse, and here we go. There's some room there to the 20, and it'll be met right there. So it looks like there might be more room than there was. In fact, there was really only one eagle over there. Yes, and one eagle was running the other way. He couldn't find the football. Didn't realize it was a reverse, but uh, they were able to regroup and stop it. That may have been Christian Zerden over there. Uh, hard to tell who made that play, but nonetheless, uh, it should have gone for big yards. Instead, it'll go for about six or seven, and it'll bring up third and nine from the 21. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Glover in the shotgun, takes the snap, drops it back, looks to throw. He's going to throw deep and well over the intended receiver as he tried to get rid of that quickly felt pressure and unfortunately not enough time for the receiver to run under that yeah again he's not throwing to the receivers throwing to a spot he's got to not throw it so far he's got to understand the pressure's coming the receiver's not going to be as far downfield as he wants him to be yeah if you're throwing to a spot probably being told to count one one thousand two one thousand let it go and he's counting one one thousand basically that's right until the pressure's getting to him right so weatherford right now is not going to go back to field this punt they're in safe punt mode right here the snap the kick and it's just going to go wherever it goes as it lands at the 45 rolls to the 50 the 45 of 
Providence and down between the 43 and the 44-yard line. So pretty decent possession, uh, field position for Providence. 9-10 left to go in the game. The Eagles lead 14 to nothing and will be looking to bleed some clock. Only one timeout now for Wicksburg to do anything about it. That's I'm really shocked that Providence is pitching a shutout as, uh, as well as Wicksburg plays and as strong as they are physical. Seem to put up 41 on Daleville and uh, 21 last week in a win over Slocum. We just have, haven't been able to do much of anything. Execution's had a lot to do with it, but Providence has played a good game defensively. Here's Gordon, gets outside. The 45, the 50, the 45. The, he's run out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Game of about uh, 13, 14 yards for Wise Gordon. Just a hard-determined run. He beat him to the corner. He was all by himself out there. Turned that corner and a tough run. So what was between the tackles and the first possession for Providence, they went outside on this one, found some room. They'll mark it 42, first and 10. The Wicksburg 42, first and 10 for the Eagles. Unbalanced line. Very much unbalanced. Very unbalanced to the right. As McClintock will try to get the edge on it. He does. To the 40. To the 35-yard line. He'll get about seven on that. As uh, they had one player on the other side of the center on this side, and everybody else was on the other side. You had one guard line up to the left of the center, and every other player was to the right. First time I've seen that from them all year. Indeed, that was quite an odd formation, and it worked for about a seven-yard gain for You just got to get McClendock. You got to get out there quick because that backside's coming because there's nobody on that, that exactly side of the right. Line. He did go out of bounds, so that stops the clock with 8.34 left to go in the game. Providence leads 14 to nothing. They're driving at the Wicksburg 35-yard line. Here is Gordon. Looks to get outside. Now cuts it up. He's going to get contacted. His helmet flies off, and he'll get maybe a yard. I think it's his helmet anyway. Somebody said, I don't think it's his. He's still got his on. No, it was a Wicksburg helmet. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Andrew Kelly, who's been everywhere tonight. Four down territory here. you got two downs to pick up the two yards. I'm sure they probably will not go outside themselves for either of these two plays. Because the uh, helmet came off, the clock has stopped, 8.27. You pick up this first down, and now you're looking at running clock. Play clock just started back, and they're at the line of scrimmage. Third and about two. Here's Gordon. He bounces outside and has to go behind himself. There's a flag on the field. And uh, Gordon's going to be dropped for a loss of about four yards. Let's see what the flag is. And it may be a hold or an ineligible. Well, it wouldn't be ineligible. There was no, there was no pass. But there was everybody was near the line of scrimmage except for one player for Wicksburg and one player for Providence. They're about 15 yards down the field, and they're calling a hold. Uh, so, hey, if he was holding, he was holding. Yeah. And uh, instead of third and very short, and now it's going to be third and very long. I'm not sure you – well, I guess you do. No, they did it. It. So it's going to be fourth and it's, about six. It's fourth down territory. They've got the marker at second down, but it is third down. So do so you want to try to get this fourth and six and beat bleak clock, or do you want to try to put them inside the ten? No, I think it's, it's still third down, and it? It's third and – Okay. Yeah, no, 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 it is fourth. No, it is fourth. Okay. 
You're right. Right now, Jake Smith is not on the field, so it looks like the Leafs are going to line up to go for this. They may try to draw them off sides. The 10 seconds on the play clock, they're going to call timeout and talk about this. And they'll let it go down all the way before calling the timeout. And when Coach Kenny Keith does call timeout, there will be 7 minutes and 49 seconds left in the game. I, I can't imagine you do anything to punt the ball. I would, I would punt the ball as well. You've done a very good job throughout the game of angling this punt. Wicksburg has shown no indication they want to field the punt uh, throughout, and all the bounces practically for Providence right. have, been, have been beneficial. Uh, the, the only thing you're guarding against if you do punt the ball away is that you just don't want Murray to, to catch it on the fly or quickly because he certainly could make something happen. At the same time, you go for it on fourth down and you, and you get it, then obviously you're going to bleed another three minutes off the clock. But if you don't, you're giving Wicksburg the ball at the 36, 37 yeah, he's, he's going to get that snap at about the 46, 47-yard line. He ought to be able to get it inside the 10. Even if it's fielded, it's just, you feel like you've got a good chance of pinning him back back there. We haven't seen either punter kick for hang time. No. Uh, and it's directional yeah. punch by both of them. So either they're going to try to draw Wicksburg off here, and if they don't, they'll just take the penalty and punt it away, or they're actually going to run a play here. We'll find out. 749 in defense if you run a play. Indeed. Fourth and uh, about uh, a long five. The ball is at the 37-yard line. It's got to get to the 32 for a first down. They're going to spread it out. Two wide to the left, to the right. Gordon is near McClintock in the shotgun. Here's motion. Here's McClintock. He's going to look to throw. He's going to toss it out in the flat. It is caught, but I believe it's – no, I think it's going to be a first down. What a play. What a gutsy call. Yeah, it was left in by, it looks like, Grayson Stewart hauled that in the flat and got, a, got to the 31. They had to get to the 32 for a first down. So, they can call play. They yeah. perfectly. That was a lot of confidence in your defense, which has played well throughout the game. And I'm sure that uh, Coach Kenny Keith and his assistants talked it over and said, look, if we don't get it, we think our defense can stop them. But they did get it by a yard and um, a lot of confidence in your quarterback, too, yeah. not to turn the ball over. But that's when you got a senior quarterback out there, you can do that. First and 10 from the 31. Here's Gordon up the middle. He's going to fall forward to about the 27-yard line, maybe. And uh, he'll get four as that uh, clock is going to run. I say it is. Right now it's not. Another holding call on Providence. Well, that'll stop the clock, won't it? And I think they're really wearing that defense down now. So that'll back it up. But it'll stay first down. So if you're looking for silver lining in that penalty (laughs) if you're Providence, it's that uh, they're going to take it all the way back to the 45-yard line. It's in the backfield. So they've got to get to the 20 to between the 21 and the 22-yard line to get a first down. So it is going to be first and 24. 7.33 and counting, though, is the nominal thing to look at here as the game clock is bleeding down. I guess we'll have a timeout at the middle of the... Uh, uh, did we have one in the third? I don't think I'll remember one. I don't either. Nonetheless. McClintock's going to look to throw. He's throwing down the middle of the field. Hayes Lewis almost caught it, but just out of control. interference as he tackled it and just as the ball was getting there. It was uh, a well-designed play and good defense there from uh, from Wicksburg as uh, that 
Number to be uh, Christopher Trua, who tried to disrupt that and did. That'll bring up second and 24, and that will stop the clock, stop the clock again. That's the only bad thing about the play. Interesting position all the way around here for Providence. Interesting decision to go for it. They do. They convert it. Now there's a holding penalty that stops the clock. Now there's an incompletion that stops the clock. Here's a screen. It's caught by Gordon at the 45. He goes to the 40. The 35. He's to the 40. He's to the 25. He's got Cliff Sterling. Touchdown, Wise Gordon on a beautiful executed screen pass. And forget what we just said about putting the clock. It's a three-score game now as Wise Gordon scores his third touchdown of the game. And now I think the the, uh, Eagles and the Eagle fans could breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, I think so now. That was a beautifully executed play. Wise Gordon got it out there in the the wide open. He looked like a couple of guys missed him. And then uh, he got down that sideline and they weren't going to catch him. You give Wise Gordon some space, and he is very difficult to corral. Well executed middle screen. Here is Jeter's extra point. It is through the upright. With 6:58 left to go in the game, Providence takes control, 21 to nothing over Wicksburg. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with more fourth-quarter action right here on the ball. Summer is winding down, but the savings are heating up. At Action of Dothan, drive away in this 2019 GMC Sierra 1500 with total savings of 10031 Shop and save on the 2019 GMC Terrain with 17% below MSRP or total savings of 7385 Shop the summer savings event at Action of Dothan. Shop in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. 658 left to go here in the game. Providence takes control on a 45-yard screen pass. Reception by Wise Gordon goes into the end zone to put Providence up 21 to nothing. Don Jeter getting ready to kick. Here it goes. It is a deep kick. This one is going to send Shipman, looks like, back to the six-yard line. He's to the 15, the 20. He'll be hauled down there at the 21-yard line. So it looks got a long way to go to get back in. Yeah, good coverage by Providence in the past. That's been kind of their Achilles heel. It's time trying to cover kickoffs. Did a good job there bringing him down to the 22-yard line. The, uh, the music over the sound system here after that Providence score during the interim period was Van Halen's jump, which can only mean one thing, Mark. Somebody my age is controlling the music. <laughs> Not sure. Not sure that probably right. Providence students would have picked that song from 1984. Should they even know that song? No, probably not. That's okay. At least I enjoyed it. I'll tell you that. A little Never heard anybody. Oh, no. It looked like you almost pulled a hamstring. But oh, okay, now. That's true. Baptists don't dance because they think it's wrong. It's just their gift to humanity. <laughs> That's why they don't. Probably smart. First and 10, Wicksburg from the 22. They're going to spread it out. They've got to do something. Like I went down to zero. 
Uh, there is a flag thrown by the back judge. They're going to back it up. And more series than not, Mark, we've seen Wicksburg start behind the stick. Yeah, you, you can't do I don't see how you come off the sideline and let the play clock. And, and they've got the one timeout left, and I know Coach Cox doesn't want to use it. But uh, they're going to have to start chunking the ball all over the place anyway. That'll move it back to the 17-yard line now, first and 15. Same formation, spreading it out, three wide to the left, one to the right. Here's Glover. Glover throws a quick hit. Just hit up in the air, and Clock, my left hat's sitting low. Here he goes. He's to the 40, the 45, the 50. There's a flag down to the 50-yard line. That ball was tipped by an eagle. It was caught by an eagle, and LePatrick Murray took it away from an eagle, went down to the 50-yard line. Now there's flags at the 43. We'll see and try to sort all that out. That was an amazing play. It should have been intercepted. It was intercepted, but taken away, and it looked like that was Grant Weatherford. The ball tipped probably 15 feet in the air. It took forever to come down. It came down to the hands of Grant Weatherford. He took one step toward the end zone, and before you know it, Patrick Murray said, I'll take that, thank you very much, and then he ran all the way to the 50. Now there's a flag, a block in the back, and that will bring the ball back somewhere in the uh, 32, 33-yard line area. So after all that, it's going to be a little first down. Yeah, it'll be a plus 10 yards probably for Wicksburg. 34-yard line is where they will mark it. That should be a first down. Panthers, crazy play. That's the best offensive play all night. Yeah. 636 left to go in the game. Providence leads Wicksburg 21 to nothing. Wicksburg's got to make something happen quick. Glover takes the snap, looks to throw. Right sideline, zips it, it's caught. A great nice. catch. Nice catch right in Wade Morrison. Yeah, he had to dive back away from where he was going. It was behind him. He caught it with only his hands, and Glover put some zip on that. So that's a great catch by Morrison. They're almost cutting the field in half and only coming to this right side because they've got it on this near hash mark, and the other receiver's way out there. He can't throw that far. Second and two. That's right. Second and two from the 42 for Wicksburg. Here's Glover. Looks to throw quickly over the middle. It's low and incomplete. Intended for, I think that's Gerzerich back on the field. Good news to see that. Yeah. He was hurt earlier in this half. Glover just didn't take his time and throw the football as he rushed it. Heat timeout. We will have a heat timeout, so let's take it with him. One minute break. We'll be back with more fourth quarter action right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back on this third and two to try to keep this Wicksburg drive alive. Guess what? Pre-snap penalty for the Panthers. 
the legal procedure that will back them up five to third and twos, all of a sudden the third and seven. And, uh, boy, just you can really, really yeah. sense the frustration over there on the, the Wicksburg sidelines in the Wicksburg stands. Understandable. Third and seven now from the 37-yard line. And, uh, I mean, you kind of go forward on fourth down if you don't get it on third down, but it sure makes it a lot harder. And there's still some confusion about where to line up as Glover tries to get his players in place. He looks to throw a quick hitch out. It's incomplete. It looks like it was intended for Morrison, but one of the Panthers tried to catch it. It went through two players' hands yeah. before it got, got down to the ground. So, uh, yeah, they're out of sync, way out of sync right now. I don't think you got any choice. I mean, you've got to go for it. And it's going to be a timeout here by Wicksburg to talk over this play. And, boy, is Coach Koch just frustrated. It seems like – and, and, you know, uh, Wicksburg finished so well last year. They went in with a lot of momentum this year. They played a very good Daleville team. They came back. They beat uh, Slocum by two touchdowns. And I'm sure wouldn't be shocked to hear Coach Koch after the game say, we ran these plays in practice, and they, they, they worked, and we thought we could get something going, and it seemed like every time something just blew up and is, there was just not a, not a lot of execution. So I'm sure that can be very frustrating. Yeah, for it was one, start, one step forward and two steps yeah. backwards all night long for them. And then you just really got to be frustrated, and you're right, too. Um, they came into this season, and uh, they felt like they were the providence of last year. They thought they, with all the seniors they have, and they still could be. I mean, this is just one region loss. That's right. And uh, they can bounce right back next week against Pike County and get right back in this race. Pike County was struggling with Geneva earlier. We don't know an update well, on that yet. Last fall was 14-7, Pike County over Geneva. So certainly, uh, certainly that is a team that Wicksburg may be able to uh, – compete with next week. Fourth and seven from the 37-yard line. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Glover looks to throw. Deep. It's going to be deep over everybody, about uh, five yards over the intended receiver, Patrick Murray, and Providence will take over. The time is just not there, Lance, and I don't know if he is, uh, again, throwing for a spot or if he's just rushing those throws. That's right. Maybe a little bit of, a little bit of both. Maybe so. So Providence takes over at the Wicksburg 37. Looks like I don't see Wise Gordon out there. Maybe he is. See when they break the huddle. If we've got some new players in there. Nope, there's Wise Gordon. Yeah, I don't think he put a lot of subs in right now. Not yet. That's exactly right. Going to be a handoff to Gordon up the middle. To the 35, he'll fall forward to the 33, gain of about four, maybe five. It'll be second down. Your Wicksburg defense, you're playing for pride right now. You don't want to stick another one in. This is very true. They'll mark it to the 38, so it'll be a gain of four, second and six. The play clock is, uh, the game clock is the big thing, 5-11 and counting. They'll bleed it all the way down before they snap this next one. It'll be uh, at 450, 440. Seven, somewhere in there left when they snapped this one. Pike County did defeat Geneva 14-7 to tonight. And off is beating in the fourth quarter, beating Houston Academy 22-7. to Gotcha. Here is the second and six. It's going to be a fake handoff and McClintock to the 30, maybe the 29-yard line, a couple of yards short of a first down will be third and short. Yeah, they're just holding this clock to run so they can get out of here. Four thirty-three and counting. 
get a first down on one of these next two plays, and that'll you can with this forty second uh, clock. Yeah, I, I just don't think if you told yeah. Coach Cox before this game that he was going to come in and get shut out, I just don't think he would have believed that. No, I don't think anybody would. No, have, really. No, uh, it's not exactly what we expected either. Third and about three from between the 30 and the 29-yard line of Wicksburg. Here is McClintock. Here is uh, – is that Gordon? No, that is um, – is that Gus Goldsboro? No, that's uh, Christian Durden. That's Reed Linder. Reed Linder. And uh, he'll get back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be third and still about three, ball between the 30 and the 29-yard line. McClintock gets play from the line of scrimmage, and they do want to get a first down here so they can control it all the way down. But Gordon is out. Uh, he is out here. Trying to draw him offside. Nine seconds. And he's on players offside. You're too good over there, John. You're too good, Collins. You um, staked out your own team. So that'll make it fourth and seven instead of fourth and two. They'll back it up to about the 35-yard line. Now, do you think about just punting it down there? You know, it's really probably four, three scores, though. You probably just go ahead and see if you can pop one. And if they've had success throwing in the flats when they've done it. Yeah, they have. 304, 303. There's going to call a timeout here. And uh, see if they can design a play here to try to get a first down and close the game out. As the clock stops here with this timeout, two minutes and 56 seconds left to go in the game. And as much as we've talked a lot about uh, about some of the breakdowns of the Wicksburg offense, the Providence defense has been in its spots. It's been in the backfield. It, it hasn't gotten beaten deep. It's it's done what it was supposed to all night. But they really have. And uh, some of the coaches have said all along that this defense is a little bit quicker than the defense last year. Uh, they're not as deep, but if they don't have any injuries, this, this team can make a big run again in the playoffs if they stay healthy. That's been one of the um, interesting things of what we did not know about Providence to begin the season is with the loss of so many seniors, how would that affect depth? How would that affect the line of scrimmage? And it is still early in the season. We're not even to the midway point yet, but it certainly appears that a lot of those question marks have been answered positively for the Eagles. You're right. It, we're not, but this is their fourth game. A lot of teams like Wicksburg, this is just their third. That's right. Providence is about to the midpoint. They got the big game the first Friday in October against Pike as Pike County comes up into Providence. That's going to be a huge game indeed. Here's the fourth and seven play from the 29, uh, the 34-yard line of Wicksburg. McClintock takes the snap. He pitches it. Looks like Goldsboro. Goldsboro's going to bull in there to the 30-yard line. He'll be dropped short, and that should turn the ball over to Wicksburg. Penalty flag. Do we have a flag? Over on the far side. Right, something brand new. Holding it. Northside Methodist leads Pike Liberal Arts 22 to 13 with six minutes left to go in that game. What the flag is declined, obviously that will give Wicksburg first and ten after 32 minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the game. And Wicksburg is getting the instructions from Coach Cox as they trot out here for this possession. 
Lance, I will say what Wicksburg, Providence, and Pike County all have in common is they're heavily penalized teams, and, and they've all got to clean that up if, if they're going to continue on. Indeed, you're exactly right. Uh, start looking forward to the playoffs and, and the uh, level of competition that those mistakes get magnified. Here's an end around, and uh, Eric takes a big lick. Hey, yeah, big, Coach Lick just went in there and somebody <laughs> Uh, he took a huge one and falls forward for maybe just a loss of a yard or so, but that was an end around that I was snuffed out by Cole Smith. They're going to. The only thing he did was wrap up. Yeah. He just came in and just submarined it, and the uh, runner was able to catch a few yards past him, but uh, big hit there. Just a loss of a yard. First and uh, second and 11 from the 29, 218 to 17 on the game clock. Three wide to the right, two to the left. Here's motion. Glover is going to keep him as keep it himself. Is that Glover or is that yeah, that's uh, Glover player? That's no, not really seeing players. He almost gets a first down. They're going to give him to the forty. It may be a first down. That's They're going like to give it to the Providence has been running. That's exactly right. Sinclair took the snap, take the end around, and went straight up the middle for eleven yards and a first down. Two oh two and counting now as they set the chains. If you're the Woodsburg offense, you just want to get a touchdown now. Keep from being shut out. Here is see if that's uh, Glover or Sinclair. It's Sinclair, and guess what? Free snap penalty. A lot of frustration there as as uh, Sinclair had some running room, and they blew that play dead, and he just jumps up and down like, come on, please, just one time. It is an offside on the defense. On the defense, and they blew it dead. Yeah. Uh, the only time you ever blow an offside on the defense dead is when you're unabated to the quarterback. That's exactly right. And that was not the case there, so that's a that's a Providence penalty that was a break for Providence. That play was going to go for longer than that. Nonetheless, 134 and counting. Two wide to the left, three to the right. Low snap, fumble. It's picked up and fallen on at the 41-yard line as they were going to try either a fake sweep and run or what, but there was a mistiming there. And once the snap was made, it was low, and there was just a mix-up and a mess-up back there. And at least the second time they've had a bad snap like that. So that five yards they gained on the Providence offside penalty, erase that. One step forward, two steps back. Indeed. And we're under a minute here now as Wicksburg now with the second and about nine. Here is another miscommunication as Sinclair was going to try to hand it off to a shipment or at least he was going to try to fake the handoff to shipment. They collided in the backfield and Sinclair fell down and that will be a loss of about five yards. They collided because penetration by Providence, one of the linemen by Wicksburg got pushed way back there. And so all three of them are kind of standing there together. More than likely, this will be the last play of the game. Yeah, they're not going to run another. Well, they do have to run one more. Yeah. Play clock at 15, game clock at 22. And three wide to the right, two left, 12 seconds, 11, 10. It's a low snap. Sinclair runs it, and he goes down after a game, well, maybe to the line of scrimmage, and that is how the game will end. A very dominant performance, especially by this Providence defense. Wicksburg had one chunk play, and other than that, not much at all for that uh, Panther offense. The final 
in this Class 3A Region 2 game. Providence 21, Wicksburg nothing. We will take a one-minute break and wrap it up right after this. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome back. Your final here from Providence. The Providence Eagles 21, Wicksburg nothing. And this is usually the time that we award a player of the game, Mark. I'm obviously Wise Gordon scored all three scores, and it's very easy to do that. He certainly, you could certainly say he earned it, but I think every single player on that Wicksburg, uh, that Providence defense yeah. uh, did their job. I, I think maybe we award a, a uh, team award. Yeah, I think so. Defense. I think the defense gets it tonight. I mean, there were certainly some individuals who made plays, but. I'm trying to think of someone out of position tonight or uh, who just got beat physically, and I can't think of anyone. So let's award the uh, All-In-Credit Union player of the game this time to just the Providence Eagle defense, a shutout here against Wicksburg, as we said. Who would have thought? That's right. Lance, they're, they're all out of the middle of the field. Both teams arms around one another, and they're out there for a prayer. And I'll, it's good to see that because there was a little bit of cheapiness out there and it's good to see all of them together and shaking hands and playing a good game. Indeed, very much so. This was a, a little bit chippy, as you said. It was a game in which at halftime they, they let one team go to the locker room and kept a team back so they weren't in that little tunnel area at the same time. Game's over. Uh, they uh, had a prayer together, uh, mixed together the teams, and now uh, they'll meet with their coaches, so that is good to see. Absolutely. Big win for Providence. Now that puts them in the driver's seat, or at least a leg up. In this uh, this region uh, race, they'll have Pike County here the first Friday night in October. Wicksburg now has Pike County next week at Wicksburg. A big game for them. They've got to win that one to stay in this race, I believe. And you've really got to finish first or second in this region to have a chance in the playoffs. You can't travel that first uh, round playoff across the West Alabama and have a chance at it. They're very true. There's a Gordo. There's somebody like that That's always right. waiting. You're right. So, a uh, well-earned victory for Providence tonight. Big region win. We'll see what happens the rest of the season, but uh, definitely well-earned tonight. That will wrap it up right here from Providence Christian School. For Alicia, back in the studio. For Mark Stewart, I'm Lance Griffin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for more live high school football action right here on The Ball. You've been listening to the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week here on The Ball. Brought to you by The Cellar, Fine Steaks and Wine, by Wiregrass Electric Co-op.
proudly serving our community. All in Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons. The go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply. Dothan. Enterprise. Eufaula and Mariana. By Southeast Health. Always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration, going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now rejoin our regular programming already in progress. This is The Ball. Five at Toronto. A's now have a 10-7 lead at Texas in the top of the seventh inning. Baltimore beat the worst team in the majors, Detroit, 6-2. So the Tigers record now 43-103 and this year. Cubs down Pittsburgh today, 17-8. Cardinals got an early grand slam from Paul Goldschmidt, his 30th homer. at St. Louis 5-0 over the Brewers. Houston, a 1-0 leader at Kansas City in the bottom of the eighth. Jose Altuve, his 28th home run. Rays are scoreless in Anaheim, bottom of the second inning against the Angels. Three college football games tonight, including number 20, Washington State in action, and trailing late first half, 14-7 at Houston. Kansas is leading at Boston College, 41-24 for the Kansas Jayhawks with under seven minutes to go. BC was favored by 19 and a half points on pregame.com. I think this is Kansas's first lead since 2006. <laughs> you would, you not would far think off. That, yeah, exactly. Not far off. They had to come back in that opener. Remember in the uh, nearly lost at home in that one, Kansas has lost 48 straight games on the road against Power 5 conference teams. And they're winning by double digits at BC in the fourth tonight. The Wake Forest win at home was 24-18 against North Carolina. Wake led 21-0 late in the third quarter. Back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Wide receiver Tory Smith retired. Former Golden State guard Sean Livingston retired after 15 years in the NBA. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, back to you. Thank you, Steve-O. There it is. A couple of retirements. Tory Smith saying, hey, had a great run. A couple of Super Bowls. I'm out. He was on a golf cart in Baltimore practice today. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to go. No, he said, he said I'm going to go back to where it was always home for me, Baltimore. I got a lot of stuff to do there, 